Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. How are we doing? Tony Ray here. And we've got Nick online as well. Nick, how are you doing, bud? I'm doing good. Welcome to the very special editions of uh, We're Not Dead, the, the official community podcast of We're Alive. No number to this one because who, who the fuck cares what number it is? This is the pre-show. We allowed to say season three. We're an alley. Nick, are, are we allowed to say fuck? I don't know. If we aren't, then it's the internet. Who cares? All right. Hey, I just I was I was I was coming in thinking, oh man, this is a PG show. What am I gonna do? You know, if I can't use my my crutch of curse words, what am I gonna do? But. I, I think the general rule of thumb is if Michael Cross can say it, then we can say it too. And he's one of the dirtiest people on the show. That's true. That's true. That's true. Okay. All right. Well, I, I feel I feel very fucking comfortable now. Good. I'm fucking glad to hear it. <laughs> we don't have to go crazy, guys. Okay. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Keith. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I apologize. This is what happens when you invite me to do things. We got a lot of callers coming in already. Oh, man. Look at the... the wow. Look at you all. Up. Uh, I, if in case any of you are like, who the hell is Tony and where the hell is Brittany? Uh, I am uh, Specialist Anthony Robbins, 135th A Company Wolfpack uh, <laughs> from the show, and I was uh, there at the live show with Britt uh, where we did the We're Alive Live. Uh, I did a little bit of stand-up comedy there, and uh, so that's who I am. In case you were wondering. Thanks for wondering and not knowing who I was. And in case you don't listen to the We're Not Dead podcast, I'm Nick Voodoo. I am the co-host along with Brittany. Uh, and if you don't know who I am, you were probably better off for it. And I'm not nearly as amusing or funny as Tony. So my lame jokes will fall on deaf ears constantly this evening. Do you think deaf people are listening to this show? That would be a little... Uh counterintuitive i don't know that that makes anyway you have a couple blind listeners uh that are good friends fans of the show that are listening yep. i know for a fact that they're they're tuning in right now on their mobile devices very good and i know that we also have people listening in from new zealand i know we have people from germany uh switzerland england uh if i missed your country i do apologize but we are uh, broadcasting worldwide and there are a lot of people here listening to us so thank you for joining awesome oh my gosh i didn't know it was so across the globe this is it's freaking popular man it really is. You know, I started a new job, and uh, a couple of guys came up to me. They saw I was wearing a zombie shirt, and they came up to me. And they're like, "Dude, you like zombies? Have you ever heard of the podcast We're Alive?" And I was, <laughs> "No, no, I have not." <laughs> I was like, "Get out your sharpies, because you're gonna want me to sign your shirts." <laughs> <laughs> Will you sign my chest, please, Tony? Uh, I wish. If it did happen, it'd probably be a man's chest, and I just, I, I would sign it, but I would be crying. I've been dying to do this my whole life, and it hits all hairy. Aww. Oh, dear God. The hair. So I, I promise if I ever got a chance to talk to you, the first thing I was going to ask you ultimately was going to be, was the Black Hawk enunciation joke yours, or was it Casey's? Uh, that was a joke. That was a lot of what has happened. What has happened between me and the pilot Muldoon is all improv, uh, pretty much. But storylines are all KCs, obviously. Uh, I mean, of course, a couple things here and there, and and we get a little crazy when we're in the studio recording. Uh, you know, Muldoon and I could do improv for an hour, 
And so Casey's like, okay, guys, we, we got it. You, you've done, you know, you've proven you're funny. Shut your mouth. We've got to move on. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, the, I, I need outtakes. I need them for the podcast. <laughs> the uh, the uh, the Blackhawk thing that was actually Muldoon's joke because I was saying it a lot and he was like, "You say that kind of weird," and I was like, "I kind of do. I should probably watch that because it's uh it's coming across like I was trained on a Blackhawk. I mean, you know, <laughs> but I and even when I'm trying to say Blackhawk, I'm really trying to say it there. It's it's difficult, you know. I, I, I You're not the lips. only one. There's, there's a lot. I, it's a lot of people have trouble with it. I it mean, is. I hear it on the news and it's like, whoa, whoa that's close. Black hawk. There you go. There you go. <laughs> now on, do it. Just like flex whenever you say hawk. So black hawk. Oh, that'd be weird. black hawk. I see. Oh god, it just sounds terrible. I'm wearing the earphones and I just heard the playback of that, and that sounded terrible. <laughs> Uh, I think it's awesome. I, uh, I'm not the director, but I think this is a note that you should take. I just let you guys know our uh, website is flooded uh, right now. <laughs> so Good. there's some people that are not getting on. As a matter of fact, uh, some of the, the text uh, messages and forum questions aren't really getting through. Um, so we do have people on hold that I guess we could uh, take in the meantime. You guys yeah. want to answer a couple of those? This is oh, sure. Absolutely. For those of you who don't know, the show itself is going to go live here in about uh, 25 minutes. We're doing we're talking it a little bit, getting everybody warmed in, making sure people can tune in. And then we're going to go live. Um, so hang in there. Uh, we'll, uh, if by chance you can't get directly on the website, we will have the link up uh, on Twitter and Facebook. So just hang in there. And if you can't listen to that, well, I don't know, maybe... Maybe I'm just talking to people who can listen to right now. To be, you know. Yeah, you are. <laughs> hey, if you're not listening right now and you can hear the sound of my voice, you're not doing it right. <laughs> All right, so here's, uh, here's our first caller, 563. Uh, you're on the air. And there you go. Hello, how are you doing? Hello. Area code 563, you there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's me. Hey, what's going on? Hey, what's up? What's your name? Oh, uh, nothing. Uh, the website just started working, so it confused me because I heard that audio, too. Uh, so, yeah, uh, the website's up and working, for me, at least. Good to know. Yeah, it's slammed everywhere else. What's your name, man? Oh, I'm I'm Will. Um, I'm a huge fan. been listening since uh, the beginning of Season 2, uh, and I'm, I'm really uh, excited uh, uh, to, to hear what's going on at uh, the end of Season 3. Um, I'm really interested in, in uh, the whole uh, Inglewood and uh, the immunity of some of the characters uh, to the virus. Uh, so I'm really, hopefully that gets uh, hinted at or, you know, uh, revealed. And that's an interesting thing. And what, what's cool about uh, about being in it is, like, Casey still doesn't tell any of us anything, so I'm still as interested as you are. I I wish I knew what was going on, uh, but I don't. That, I I I've been asking myself about that immunity thing for a long time. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I don't. I, this is a topic that constantly comes up in the podcast, uh, the We're Not Dead podcast, and we still, you know, there's not enough information. We know there's cracks there. We know there's a haze. We know that Saul apparently can sit there all day and smoke cigarettes and nothing will happen to him, but we know nothing else. We don't know how it happens or why it happens or any of that other cool stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought it was interesting when uh, when Tanya was doing the experiments. Um, when she was trying to find the difference between uh, 
like a sample of the zombie versus uh, her own sample. Um, and she that her being a you know a medical professional and not being able to find a clear difference uh, was also really interesting to me. Absolutely, um, and thank you very much for the call, Will. Um, so it's. What would you? I mean, I know it's. You may have a little more insight, and you know, careful what you say. Perhaps if you got gained something during a rehearsal or, uh, or a recording, but you know, Tony, do you think there's anything that's actually, other than what we've discovered in the autopsy, is there anything really physically different with the zombies and and the humans? You know, I really don't know, and I don't even. I what not. I don't even have to be careful because I specifically told Casey like the first. The I, I'm a fan first. Right. Love the show, and so I don't want to be spoiled. I don't want to know what happens. Uh, I don't want to even know what happens to my character. I mean, I'm praying I'm immune, but obviously, <laughs> I don't know why some people are immune and, and some aren't. But I don't. I don't know. I mean, um, I, I, it has, it has to be some kind of like blood type, or maybe like a certain shot, or or like some kind of something genetic, right? Maybe. Uh, seven o two area code. You are now on What's the air. What's up, man? What's up? You dude? know it's me. It's it's your boy Deacon. What's up, oh, dude? Oh, Deacon. Oh, Deacon. Did you bring the pudding, Deacon? I did. I brought the the pudding, the chips, dips, chains, whips. You got it, brother. All right. Now oh. my connection was acting up for a little while, and as soon as it cut back in, I heard you guys talking about black cocks. What the fuck? Come on, Black Hawk. It sounds like you're saying Black Hawk. You get it. <laughs> uh, just... I didn't hear it. Okay, it, it cut in and you it like overly emphasized Black Hawk. So and then it cut out again. Problem. I was trying to emphasize my Black Hawk. I get it. <laughs> I, I talk about my black hawk all the time. <laughs> oh, Deacon. Oh, Deacon, Deacon, Deacon. And the helicopter, you perv. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. We all know what you're talking about. Dude, I had no idea what you were talking about when it got in. <laughs> I really thought that you were saying. <laughs> and... We broke Deacon Taylor. He's done. For those of you who don't know, we ran a contest uh, last month for in celebration of We're Alive 100. Uh, Deacon was the winner of that contest, and he was on the podcast uh, a couple weeks ago. And uh, he's freaking hilarious. Okay. Uh, where where are we now? Next caller? Yeah. Next caller, uh, 951 area code. You are on the air. Hello, Nick. Hello, everyone. Uh, it's Ray, MGM Ray on the forums. Uh, I want to say I'm a big hey, fan. What's up? I said, hey, man, sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. Oh, no, no, no worries. I uh, started listening about halfway through the first season, been to both live events, uh, love the podcast. Can't get on right now because obviously the site's flooded, but listening to you via the smartphone. And I have a question, Nick. Yeah. Uh, I know Casey knows exactly what happened through the end of this after the fourth season, but and Blair probably too. But I'm wondering, does this cat know? Ooh, does the cat know? Yeah, would he be privy to the uh, entire fourth season? Um, if he can read and look at my notes board, yes. And 
That's so I guess that means Brownie knows what's going on too, right? Brownie's a dumb dog. I mean, that's that's not. <laughs> Hi, KC. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm currently sweating over here in the corner trying to get this because uh, the website is completely dead because so many people are trying to get on right now. So I am frantically trying to get things fixed over here. So uh, bear with us. Okay, we'll guys, again. And, uh, yeah, the phone's working great, but, uh, yeah, we'll keep trying on the website. Thank you, Nick, for what you do. Appreciate the okay. podcast. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for calling in. Uh, we're now on to 817 area code. You are on the air. Hello. Hey, what's up? What's going on, man? Nothing. Uh, long, been listening since the beginning, and uh, actually, I started listening since episode two. So it's been really awesome seeing the whole entire story fold and unfold and take twists and turns that I haven't been expecting, and things I thought was going to happen and then didn't happen, and so on and so forth. So uh, I have one question for y'all. Um, was wondering, uh, have any of y'all now prepared for a zombie apocalypse? Like built a a room, if you will, the, the stockpile of weapons and such, or built a bag or escape route of any kind? I I have. Or, so you or, have. Do have or do you have any crazy stories of people telling you of stuff they've done? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I can tell you personally that uh, I never really thought about zombies too much, and then I started listening to this podcast and was like, oh, no, like, you know, forget global warming, forget, you know, the Chinese. This <laughs> Right, <laughs> yes. So, uh, yeah, I went out to uh, my local Walmart and got myself a nice big old machete. And uh, and this, this is a, it's a big machete, and it's awesome. It's, like, got a orange grip. It's pretty sweet. Uh, that, I got, like, a fire starter. I started, um, I started losing weight just so I could run from the zombies. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, uh, yeah. good call. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, commitment to prepare for the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, and I have absolutely, I've done absolutely none of that. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, basically, and it's nothing personal. It's not that I wouldn't want to prepare for the zombie apocalypse, but you know, I was renting an apartment in New York City. I can't build a bunker in my apartment. That's not possible because so uh, violate zoning laws. I can't do it. Um, and so, you know, I haven't had a chance. You know, right now. It, I don't have any place to put things. So if I were to buy all my zombie apocalypse stuff, I'd have to put it in storage. And what the fuck? Fudge, fudge, what fudge good is that going to do me if it's in storage and they come get me at my house? All right, man, yeah. thanks very much. Thanks very much yeah. for the call. Appreciate it. See you later, bud. Uh, 240 area code, you are on the air. What's going on? Hey, how you doing tonight? Good. What's your name? Barely survived. Um, uh, I'm actually a member of the Armed Forces. I wanted to say I really love the podcast and we had a good time. Uh, it's good to have another radio drama on the air. What was your uh, was your brand from MOS? Uh, MOS. Uh, I'm actually Air Force. Uh, I'm a computer guy. Go figure. Um, I work on uh, cyber stuff all day long. Awesome, man. Cool, man. Well, absolutely. That's awesome. Thank you for your service. Thank you for everything you do. I, I appreciate it. Uh, hey, well, I wanted to call in early because y'all were mentioning about uh, how. You know, we're not sure why it is that, you know, uh, Saul's able to go through this area and be fine. And, you know, I was kind of looking like, well, Tanya hasn't changed. She's been bitten. Okay, what's going on? Uh, I, I kind of remember, it, I know this is maybe going too in deep, but if you ever heard of the bubonic plague, some people were really, really affected with it. Some people are not. Right. 
And I kind of thought maybe that's what's going on. There's this huge virus. It spreads easily, et cetera, et cetera. But anywho, um, it was just kind of a thought to throw out there and see what people thought about the whole thing. Cool, man. Again, thank you for your service. Thank you for your question. Um, in terms of the bubonic plague or, or just the virus in general, I think that's generally what most zombie lore falls to now, at least, I think, at least since, like, I guess 28 days later, is that it's a virus of some variety. Um, man, I don't, I don't know. I haven't really done that much research on my bubonic and black plague history, other than the fact that ashes, ashes, we all fall down. Um, that could very well be it is that it just affects people differently. And it was something that maybe was latently in humans this whole time. And it just took this crack at ground zero to trigger it. <clears throat> the bubonic plague was actually, uh, one of the first uses of, uh, chemical warfare, Nick. I don't know if you <clears throat> were aware of that. But rivaling uh, cities would would uh, catapult these bodies into other mm-hmm. or other towns. Yeah, that I did actually know, and I'm pretty sure that uh, they. Yeah, no, that was smallpox. I was going to say I think we uh, did that to our Native American brethren here oh. in the states, but it was smallpox. But that was, it was the same basic idea with just you know blankets. All right, two one four area code. You are on the air. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, you can. I, um, sort of. I have a question for Casey, actually. All right. You... Hello? What's your question for Casey? I, um, I was wondering, I know that um, that we haven't heard about Hannah in a while, and um, it, it wasn't, it hasn't been confirmed yet, per se. We've, we've assumed that she's dead. And, um, but, I mean, now that we've raided the, uh, the colony, and we know who's all in there. Can it be confirmed that she is now dead, that she is no longer part of the story? She, I, 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 thank you very much for the question. Yeah, that was that was that just got over much. Uh, so he can hopefully still hear us. Um, that uh, you can pretty much confirm it that the person in the field was Hannah. Uh, the connection with the hair and everything else, and uh, Kalani knowing that it was her, and yeah. I, it's very, very safe to say that it was her. Oh, cool. We just made some news here on this uh, little broadcast of ours. So, sort of, not really as much as confirming, denying you just did, I guess. Whatever. 970 area code, you are now on the air. That call, would you give out the uh, call-in number? Because we have a lot of people asking how to call in. Oh, yeah, I can certainly do that. Uh, if you need to call in and you don't know how, it is 818-572-8037. We have a whole bunch of people online right now. But right now we're talking to someone from the 970 area code. Hello? 970. Hello? Going? Gone. Uh, I have an unknown. Dare I take it? It's up to you, man. That's risky. Go I ahead. dare you. I, oh, Tony dared me. I got to do it. So I have an unknown caller. You are now on the air. Unknown Hello? caller. Hello. Hi. Who are you? Who are you? Uh, I don't know. Are you talking to me? Yeah. Yes, God. <laughs> oh, awesome. Uh, we're so unknown. We don't I'm even know we're being spoken to. Well, I'm Skyping in, so I don't know if you're not. I'm actually calling from Belgium. Um, what? Is- 20 past 3 a.m. here, so I'm still up and waiting. I'm very excited. I'm calling in to thank you guys for 
um, making a very awesome show and giving it away for free. Very high production value, very entertaining, exciting show. And to be, you know, uh, to receive uh, such an awesome product for free in this day and age, um, I just want to say thank you. And I also want to add that <laughs> the bubonic plague would probably not be uh, chemical warfare, but biological warfare. <laughs> Burn. Um, and boom, it's Tony Ray. Shut your mouth. <laughs> okay. All, right. All right. That's fine. That's fine, Belgium. Okay? <laughs> Damn it. Okay, well. Bye. Thanks for calling in, man. Thank you for getting me up on my, my biological chemical warfare knowledge. Uh, uh, you know what? If it makes you feel any better, I agreed with you. So we we both fell in the same boat. Pulled you down to my level. Damn straight. 502 area code. You are now on the air. Hello? Hello. This is you. Yes, this is I. Who Hello. are I? Well, we've spoken before. Oh. Hello? Oh, yes, that was ominous. Sorry, yes, we... we've spoken before. Nick, we've spoken before uh, for an hour, and suddenly the conversation was lost for some reason. Oh, my God. Hi, man. <laughs> How, How are you? Going? Good. How's it going? Uh, everyone, if you do not know, this is Dr. Jason, who was on the podcast, yet was masterfully edited out of the podcast because his, his audio feed disappeared. Jason. Yeah. Through his, his ineptitude, basically. We'll get you back, don't you worry. You're in you're in line for next season. Yeah, that'll be yeah, we definitely want you back on when I dead. When that gets fixed. Yes. Uh, podcast? Awesome. I accept Casey. I accept oh, hardly. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, how many people are online? Because I know that you set a record with the first uh live streaming. How many are we now? The the server is supposed to be able to handle, I think. 15,000 people, and we're way over that. I think we just destroyed the entire GoDaddy system. <laughs> That's awesome. That's just awesome. Great. Now it's gone, Daddy, gone. Uh, oh, that was I, terrible. Oh, Nick. <laughs> no, I just wanted to weigh in and say that it's it just keeps getting better and better. You're, you're doing a great job. Not that you don't know that because everyone keeps telling you that, but it's it's it just keeps getting better and better. Well, thank you very much, Jason. I I do appreciate that. Okay, thanks, Jason. I will uh, be in touch with you in the off season to get you scheduled for We're Not Dead again. So again, thank you right. very much, dude. I'll talk to you later. Thank you. Again, if you want to get in on the line of nearly thirty callers right now, the number is eight one eight five seven two eight zero three seven eight one eight five seven two eight zero three seven seven one five area code. You are now on the air. Hello. Seven one five. Seven one five. Hello. Oh, read out your phone. Hey, there we go. How's it going? It's good, good. What's your name? You have a question, comment, concern, major psychotic hatred? Uh, yeah, my name's Chris. Hi, Chris. Hello, Chris. Hey, Chris. Hi. So, like you guys were saying, uh, I'm a big fan, but I hate spoilers. Okay. So, all right. And uh, the one thing that I keep on wondering is how did Michael break his arm uh, at the uh, water plant? That hasn't been covered in the series yet. No. So no it, that is not. That hasn't, we haven't uh, talked about yet. So yeah, yeah no, there's, there's no spoilers to be had yet. 
Yeah, because I think, I, if I recall right, like Michael was asked about it in the series, and he was like, oh, I don't want to talk about it right now. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. the best he said was, uh, I like got slammed in a door or something. I think that's what he said in the colony. Yeah. I think that was it. All right, thank you very much. And we're now on to 361 area code. You are now on the air. Hey, what's up, guys? Um, my name's Alex. Can you guys hear me okay? I'm not sure if my yes. connection is all that great. You're good. Shopping, but you're good, I think. All right, cool. Yeah, I was actually calling. Um, I've been. I just started watching uh, or listening to the episodes like about a week and a half ago. Um, we actually we've been we have a game. It's called Swamp, and it's an audio game. And it's for blind people because I'm blind, and like it's also zombie related, zombie themed. So I, I thought it was really cool that there was a podcast about that kind of stuff. It was really cool. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, so there's, like, right now I know at least, like, seven or eight blind people that are listening to the podcast right now. So, yeah, just want to do a shout-out for them. That's fantastic, man. Thanks for calling in. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Are you <laughs> caught up? Ah, ah, ah. Oh, no. Crap. What happened? I was trying to move my cursor, and I hit the X button. Oh, um, uh, crap. Well, hopefully you can still hear us. Uh, you know, hopefully you're caught up because, uh, yeah, I don't want to, like, spoil, like, I don't know. He said he started a week and a half. It took me, like, a week to to ground through uh, season one. So. Yeah. I got through it pretty quick, but I was unemployed at the time, so all I did was listen to the podcast. So, and, uh, so dude, I'm very sorry I hung up on you, Alex. Um, if you want to give a call back in, and I do apologize. Um, 416 area code, you are on the air. Hey man, what's up? What's up? I want to give out a shout out to Casey. Thank you for uh, creating such a great podcast. Him and uh, Shane, is it Shane? Yes, I it can't was, uh, Yes, Shane. Okay, and I want to do a shout out to my coworker BJ. He is the one who got me hooked on this uh, podcast, and I must say it is great. That's all, man. Cool. Uh, thanks for calling in. Thanks, BJ, for getting this gentleman hooked up on the show. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, 281 area code, you are now on the air. Would that be me? That would be you. This is Sean Terry. Hello, Nick, sir. Hey, Sean. Sean is another one of our blind listeners. Oh, hey, great. Yes, sir. I was, I was very surprised to uh, hear somebody speak of Swamp. I was like, wait a minute. I just talked to Nick about that a few weeks ago. You did. You plugged it in everything. That's why I was like, oh, cool. That's awesome. And I accidentally hung up on the guy because I'm a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I forgot his name now. Um, but I want to say thank you. I think you it was Alex. For, okay. Thank you, Alex, for, for speaking of that. Um, uh, <laughs> um, I just wanted to say that, uh, Casey, again, I really do love the podcast so much and um I had hell trying to get uh, the whole of uh chapter uh thirty five because I'm only on my cell service right now so I was having trouble getting it but I was able to catch up finally. Um okay. so I'm I'm caught up and ready to go. Uh I just wanted to ask is this going to be this, like when it's uploaded into the podcast feed, is it going to be in the same quality of audio as the rest of the podcast, or is it going to be 
basically how it is now, with just the whole live experience and things like that. Are you talking about the the actual episode or this little shindig we're doing right now? No, the actual. Well, even this, I mean, but I meant the actual episode itself. I figured you meant the actual episode. We're just kind of pawns come to it. Um, no, it, that Casey, are you still working on the website or? Yeah, the website is pretty much overloaded, and I've reset the server once. I can't. I mean, I can't do it again. Yeah, I gotcha. Um, we did alternate links to it on uh, Facebook and Twitter. Um, we might even have a low quality version going up. Uh, I might throw in the link for that. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, it's like they're it's just over overblown. But yes, we'll have the high quality version just as the other ones are. It's kind of like just like we did uh, for the chapter twenty four. It's just one giant chapter. So uh, so yeah, and we'll probably post uh, this little discussion too somewhere. All right. Cool. Thanks, Sean. Appreciate it. Talk to you later, man. All right. Good comments. Ah, uh, I see 718. This is a local call for me. Local caller from 718. What's going on? Nick? Yes. Hi. Oh, my God. Uh, first of all, I'm from Brooklyn, so in case you need uh, backup in the zombie apocalypse, you can just come to Brooklyn. Sweet. Uh, I love it. Brooklyn Second home. of all, Casey, great show. Amazing. Uh, I would hope that you. I, oh my God! I don't even know what to say. Uh, <laughs> I would hope that you thought that it like got this big uh, or bigger. Like I tell everyone I know about we're alive, and half of them think I'm crazy, and half of them think I found the most amazing thing in the world. Honestly, uh, uh, that's how people know who we are. It's just the word of mouth. Yeah. Thank you. Absolutely. And I didn't learn it from Greg Miller. Oh my God! I found it on my own. I found it on my own. How the hell did that happen? Greg Miller's got his hands on like almost everyone that found this podcast. That's awesome. I know. I I feel impressed that I'm not a Greg Miller. That's why I'm, that, uh, I'm so imp- impressed when I find someone because I didn't get here through Greg Miller either. I just found it randomly through a search. So it's like there's like 10 of us all together that have not been yep, influenced by Greg. Awesome. Uh, I, also, right, I found it on BlackBerry Podcasts, for God's sake. But Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. BlackBerry? Wow. I know. I'm still yeah. one of those. I'm crazy. Man, you, you stick with that. That's impressive. <laughs> I do. Thanks uh, for the call. Guys, and I love you. I love oh, everything. Goodbye. No, it's Thanks, cool. It's cool. Go. Call somebody else. <laughs> Good. I'm going to. Bye. Okay. I'll see you in Brooklyn when the zombie apocalypse hits. We'll start the episode in about three minutes. Just give me uh, give me a couple seconds to get ready so you can take probably one more call. Oh, I'm so right. excited. I right, see if we can take uh, maybe two more. Just sneak it in. Three hundred two area code. You are on the air. Hello. Hello. This is you. You're on. Okay. <laughs> Hi. Uh, I'm Jeremy. I've been listening to the podcast for like two weeks now, and I kind of caught all the way up on all of them. Wow. And yeah. You're a beast, oh. man. That is. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Holy crap. <laughs> I've been like I've been staying up really late and uh I have school, I'm only sixteen, I'm still in school. But I've been staying up really late till like midnight and like one o'clock listening and my heart's like racing all night. I'm like, Oh god, what's gonna happen? <laughs> and uh yeah. Awesome dude. That's that's great. Uh, I, I I I always feel like, Oh, I'll just listen to one more episode. I mean or one more segment. It's only fifteen yeah. minutes. Ah, seventeen more minutes. Let's just do it and then it's like three in the morning and you're like, Oh god. Oh god, I gotta be up in two hours from work. <laughs> or in your case, so, school. 
Who, uh, my question for you guys is who are everybody's favorite character in the show? Ooh. Ooh. Uh, you want to one first, Nick? Yeah, sure. Uh, I think it's pretty well known that I think my favorite character has got to be King Datu the Resourceful because he can do anything <laughs> with anything. So, uh, And he was my dark horse for the rat because that's just how I wanted it to play out. Obviously, I really had this horrible feeling that that's not what was going to happen, but uh, I'm very much a fan of Datu. And I love, especially what his character has become now when he's dealing with hope, I love the character. Yeah. Oh, man. That went, went like, had a, like, backhand hope in that car. Oh, I know that story. <laughs> he, like, went pimp status. Like, is Tatu going to have to choke a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Write that line. I want it. I, I know it's been done before, but I want him to say that. Oh, God, that would be great. Um, my favorite character, oh God, uh, you know, I, I mean, Michael, I mean, what, I mean, what am I going to do? Like the guy is like the man I, I loved, I, I love seeing his character arc throughout, uh, you know, from season one to now, uh, to see how he's gone from like being the leader to hating being the leader to being the leader again. It's just, I, I really like that. And, uh, you know, uh, I mean, my- all right, cool, man. Thanks for the call. Um, Casey, are we ready to do the shindig? We are ready to do this. Um, I believe this uh, pass-through is going to be disabled in just a second here. So um, we're going to sign off from here, and then we're going to come back after the show, talk a little, about, a little bit more. We'll have more call-ins. Uh, we're just going to leave those people in the queue. Uh, we'll try and get them. There's 35 people in there, so they can probably just hear us just now. Um, so we'll just leave them in there for now. All right. Uh, we will see you after the episode. Absolutely. Enjoy it, guys. Woo! All right, we are back. How's it oh, going? Oh, dude. Holy crap. Uh, oh, wow. It, oh, I'm so <laughs> stoked right now. I'm going to hear it, too. I... I kept just a running list of some of the things I was thinking as this was going. And I do want to say um, one of the things for you, if I can find the damn note, uh, something along the lines of you're awesome, but I can't remember what it was. Someone kill Aaron Pegg's phone. Thank you, Robbins, for offering to shoot Kim in the head. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Let me tell you, that is something that I've been wanting to do since I've been a fan of the show. I always <laughs> wanted to shoot Kim in the head. Oh, my God. God. I, Thank I you for the offer. I'm, I just wish you had done it. I'm telling you, I wish I wish I had a little bit more gall in the series, so I would have just been like, you know what, Michael? I'm doing this on my own, bro. I'm just taking Kim it out. Uh, Excuse me, Muldoon, I know we're sitting on top of a nuke, but if you could just turn this fucker around just for a little bit, thanks. <laughs> it's worth it, Muldoon. It will be worth it in the end for everyone. Holy cow. How? Oh, that was that music at the end, and then Michael's voice. And, oh, damn it. I'm jacked right now. Yeah, I I have to say, given where the first two seasons ended, I am surprised at a happy ending. I didn't think there was a possibility that this could even remotely closely end in a happy ending. It's like, I mean, I was expecting cliffhanger. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, oh, God. Oh, so good. And don't get me wrong, like, I am very, very content with what just happened in my ears. I'm very happy with that. 
love when something surprises me. Because, you know, if you figure, okay, it's going to end in a cliffhanger. What's going to happen? What's going to happen? No, this isn't a cliffhanger. Like, this isn't a, this is a huge surprise. I love that. It, it's, it, it's surprising. Yeah. Oh, oh so, so good. So good. Yeah. Uh, I mean, who did we put? We, we almost killed ourselves off. Uh, we almost killed off Puck. Uh, but, you know, Puck, Bert, Saul, Victor, all the people that were, like, up on, the on like, the firing squad line that you figure were going to go down or potentially could go down, except for Saul, um, they, they all found a way out of their predicaments. They battled through, like, freaking heroes. Good job by you, buddy. <laughs> I, I, I have a big freaking smile on my face. I love it. Oh, oh man. And... You know, like, even though I wasn't saying anything, when you hear that minigun go off right there to save everyone, I was like, yeah, yeah, that's me and the minigun. <laughs> I have a little bit of satisfaction on that by pulling the trigger. All right. I was I was sitting here in my chair, like, doing a fake minigun action here in a room. It looked kind of crazy, but uh, that's still. awesome. I hope there's pictures or video of that or something. <laughs> yeah, we're um, in Project HQ right now, just... Um, Drinking. <laughs> <laughs> we have had a, a few glasses of, of some delicious tasting wine, uh, uh, you know, to celebrate, of course. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I've, I've had water. <laughs> Come on, York, what are you doing over there? Let's go. <laughs> it's like, it, it's actually acceptable for you. It's like, what, 1030 over there. You should, you should be in like two glasses of, or two bottles of wine. I, I should be, but I'm not. <laughs> what can I say? All right, I, all right, Nick. I don't judge you. It's okay. Oh yes, you do. It's okay. And I, I, if you didn't, I, I would be shocked. I was say I don't judge you in on the air. Uh, I was, you know, oh, okay. off the air. Oh well, back we we're alive. Oh my God, that was an awesome, awesome season finale. Like, yeah. it's an honor to be a part of something like that. Something that you know, so many fans, myself included, are so passionate about. I mean, we, you know, I, I feel like I'm invested with all of these characters. I, I know them. I feel like, you know, I, I have this connection with this storyline. And to end it that way with Michael being like, you know, I'm tired of running. And it, it has been this whole time he's been running. Yeah. Now we're going to go to them. I'm stoked. Oh, cannot wait for next season. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's it's good. To, and it's taking up the Mauler point of view. Let's go get them. I'm sick of running. Let's go get them. The Maulers didn't do it well. But perhaps there's a lesson to be learned from what they attempted to do, and that that maybe uh, that Michael and with maybe the brain power of CJ will be able to do better. Exactly. And you know what? I have I have to to recount my last statement. I said my favorite character was Michael because that's my go-to. <laughs> but after as soon as the episode started, I was like, oh, damn it, CJ. CJ is by far my favorite character. She's okay. she's very intriguing, very mysterious. Uh, you know, all the knowledge she has, it's it's real cool. I I yeah, she's by far my favorite character. So, yeah, she's definitely a good one. Definitely a good one. Oh yeah. When she got when she got stabbed, I almost cried. Okay. I was in the gym listening to the episode and I'm like, oh no. I'm cry right now. <laughs> I'm gonna cry. Uh, but, uh, yeah, good to hear that, uh, that Tanya's back so she can, uh, stitch her up. Oh, we, we actually, got, oh. Yes, we, do. we do. The, the forum is back up surprisingly after all of the crazy, many, many, many people downloading right now. Um, the question is Casey, what was your, 
part of the season. Um, I have to say the battle between uh, Scratch and CJ was was one that I was really like uh, that I had planned a long, long time ago, and it was really nice to see it come to fruition. Um, and I, you know, I was really a fan of that part. I think because that because uh, now you know that's Scratch's send off for the season. Um, yeah. So I think it was a very powerful moment. I think between the two of them because you have somebody who is. Uh, they're, they're almost exact opposites in ways. And I just, I love the, the, the conflict between them. Um, and I gotta be honest, I've been looking forward to this, uh, scene where they all meet back on the runway for a very long time. Cause I, I was so like, everyone expected something where it's like, you're like hanging on to like, what's the cliffhanger going to be in this end of the season. And I love the fact that it doesn't give you that. Um, with the third season and um, not to say anything about the fourth season or anything, but um, I will say that I love how this, this high note is the end of the season. Um, it's kind of fun. Absolutely. And like I was saying, it's a, it's a different thing than what we've ended on before. We've ended on the cliffhangers. You know, are we going to survive with the tower under attack? You know, what's going to happen with these two guys and leaving that little extra credit after credit sequence, you know, primes you for that cliffhanger. You know, the cliffhanger is now, how do they go forward and actually execute their attack? And that's a really different point to be coming into a new season on. Ready for all the badassery that's happened. <laughs> oh, yes. There's a lot of mini cliffhangers, though, because um, we don't know what happens with CJ. Um, that's a little one. Uh, yeah. Still hanging over because, you know, there's there's a lot of conversations that still need to take place between the characters because there's a lot still, you know, waiting yeah, they gotta they gotta talk about all kinds of stuff. Yeah, they got, there's there's the angel conversation that has to happen with uh, Riley. There's uh, uh, Sean and CJ that relationship that needs to go down. Um, Pegs and Michael, obviously. Sorry for burying the lead there. Uh, they obviously need to talk. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Maybe just a little bit. Have a little talk. There's a lot of un- business, basically. Oh yeah, because we yeah. Know what happened with Kelly and Pegs? I mean, there's still a lot of pieces still missing in the puzzle. Yeah, but they're alive. Who the fuck care? Who cares about the story now? Sorry, I keep saying that word because I'm so used to having my podcast where I'm allowed to say that all the time. Oh, well, no, whatever. Quiet. No one cares. Um, that uh, yeah, it, it was, it was, it was. Oh, more question. Okay. Uh, Bulldozer thirty six. Will Saul and Lizzie's baby play any role about a possible cure? Bulldozer. That's a good 36. question. That's that's season four stuff. <laughs> yeah, people be having babies. Yeah, uh, somebody asked if, if, if the 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 young Saul is his current title um, has anything to do with the uh, season, you know, her kind of thing. And uh, honestly, you can't really, you know, you want season four if anything. That's gonna be a beautiful baby though. <laughs> it's gonna be so pretty. Gonna have beautiful light skin, some beautiful blue eyes or something. I mean, I would just venture to say. We got a whole bunch of calls. We have 17 callers. Do you want to get through a couple of these? Yeah. All right. Yeah, do it. uh, 443, you are coming online, and you are live with us. So 443, go ahead. Hello? 443? All right. If you don't answer, you get hung up on. Boom. Boom. Five. Uh, six five one. Yeah, yes. Hey, what is that us? That's yeah. you. Hey. 
We, uh, you got uh, some people from Minnesota. This is Eric, Danny, and Ryan. We are huge fans of your show. And I'm uh, a bad influence on my children because uh, I'm the one who got them hooked into it. Awesome. Great fun. <laughs> and we're sitting here playing uh, zombies while we've been listening and watching and enjoying the podcast. Playing zombies? What game? Black uh, Ops 2. Black Ops 2. Transit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We we t- I totally ran across your show probably about a year ago and uh, got totally hooked into it. Told everybody about it. Told my kids about it. They got sucked into it. Um, just a, a wonderful show. Just you guys are doing an amazing job with it, and I I just can't I wait till season four. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. About uh, about, about two months ago. Uh, or actually, during the summer, uh, we went up to Wyoming, and that's when my dad first told us about it. So my bro- my brother and I finished it in like two days because there was nothing else to do because there's no cell service. Up to about chapter twenty twenty four. Yeah, we got up to chapter twenty four in two days. Oh uh, yeah, it's easy to burn um, through that first season. I did the same thing. It's so addictive. You just want to listen <laughs> after episode. Well, thank you very much. It was, gonna... it was easy when you could listen to them back to back, unlike where we have to wait wait a week to two weeks. Oh, it's the longest week. <laughs> I hear you. Uh, thanks well, for calling. Cool. Thank you for calling in. We're going to get through a couple of a uh, couple of these. We have another topic coming up, um, and we also have another cast member on the line. I'm trying to get through these numbers as best as possible, but uh, the character of Lizzie is on the line. Um, let's just go to her and see what she has to say. Oh, hello, Lizzie. Oh, uh, hello, Blair. Berbers, we're free. We're free. This we week. have a break. Oh, it sounded really good, and congratulations that you crashed the server. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I'm sorry for everyone else. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry if you tried to listen and couldn't, but for us, that's really good news. Yeah, it's, 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 for for a great season three closer, um, we're very happy that it, it all worked out. Matter of fact, there was a uh, topic of when the season four will start, and I think it's really good to t- cover this topic while you're here. Oh, um, God. Yeah, I know. Um, so season Af- four. After the wedding. Actually, uh, we're going to start pre-production uh, sometime in the hiatus, uh, but we're looking to do some sort of, um, you know, August, July-ish start for season four. Um, it will be about six months just because that's how long it's going to take us. There's a lot of planning we have to do for this next season. Um, and it's going to be huge. We have so much to do. So, yeah, so we have a lot to get done. Um, so we're taking our time. But I will say that after um, after this last season, you know, we've been in production for a year. We started in January of last year. We really need to have a break. It's been a long run. Every single week we're editing episodes. And um, this last, I mean, this last chapter took 100 hours alone of editing. Um, and that's not even a really it. No, it definitely felt like more than that. I think I've heard this episode 600 times. Okay. Well, Blair, you're... (laughs) I'm pretty sure it took more than 100 hours. (laughs) That was a good estimate, I suppose. Um, So, yeah, so we have a lot to do for season four. There's a lot still coming up. Um, But season four is our last season, and some people are very sad about that. But I will say, um, for us on the producing side, it's a good thing. But at the same time, you don't want to have a, a a story go longer than the ending allows. And uh, season four will close out the season in a very satisfactory way. We already know the ending. It's a really great ending. Um, and, yeah, so just stay with us. We'll have some really good stuff in the breaks. 
And uh, yeah, thank you. So You're we're, welcome. We're gonna, <laughs> I don't know that. Uh, we're gonna sign you off for now, and we're gonna pick up some more callers if that's okay. And I'll see. Okay, you congratulations, you. and finish all the wine. <laughs> I will see you home in a few hours. We're on, I promise. We're on bottle number two. Um, all right. Uh, keep going. You deserve it. Game. You love you, babe. Me. Bye. I love you. Oh, oh, I just too. I just cut off her. Okay, that's fine. Um, oh, let's see here. Setting uh, current topic. Any? That's the wrong topic. We'll just take another caller. Okay, three one five. You are coming online. Three one five. You're on the air. Hello. Hello. How are you doing, man? Who are you? I'm doing. Uh, oh, uh, well, I do have a form name. It's Ebacks, but I have a total of about two posts, and I I, I lurk a lot, and I probably should. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so uh, I gotta right. I gotta say, Casey, thank you very much for uh, ending this season on a uh, on a sort of lighter note. I was I was partially dreading what would happen, who would be dying at the end of the series, and uh, <laughs> you almost had me a few times. And uh, I think you might have gotten a, a new listener out of this because my roommate heard me making you know random gasps as uh, random <laughs> stuff happened. And, I was. He was like, "What are you listening to?" And I was like, "It's real live. It's the best thing ever, and you have to listen to it." Aww, that's awesome. So, well, thank yeah. You. Uh, yeah. It's uh, thank you very much for all you put into this. It's uh, it's been a fun ride, and I can't wait for season four. Well, thank you very much, and yeah, stay tuned. We'll uh, season four is gonna wrap up everything for you. So uh, cheers, and definitely get your roommate interested because uh, the more listeners, the better. I got all my family into it, so I need to start branching outward. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's word of mouth is how we spread the the, uh, the infection. So thank you very much. The infection. You're welcome. Have a nice night. You. Bye. Okay, we have another um, we're alive mod question uh, setting the current topic. Where was Randy during all of this? We saw him last chapter, but none of him this chapter. That's an interesting question. Randy. Randy. I'm feeling Randy. Babe. Randy. Um, we don't know. We don't know what Randy, uh, how Randy plays his role in this entire drama. We really have no idea. Uh, it's one of those things where, um, yeah, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't really tell you too many things. Um, it might be covered in season four. We don't know. Oh, look, there's another caller. 407. 407. You're on the line. Mr. 407. Who are you? Hello. Is that me? That's you. you, buddy. Sweet. Um, well, first off, Casey and everybody else, great job on the show. You've successfully made season three the best season ever, in my opinion. Um, my name is James, by the way. And I'm new to forums, Sarah Capelli. Ah. Uh, so I just want to take this moment and uh, do a shout-out to my friends Ben and Kenny, who got me addicted to the show about a year and a half ago. It has been a great ride so far, and I can't wait to see how season four ends. Um, I mean, again, you guys just do a great job. The show's awesome. Um I do have one question for KC. Um, so I've been a big-time fan of Lost, and I got a little bit burned by the finale. Oh, they were always saying, oh, well, we we know how the, end of the show is going to end, and they're knowing how the end is going to be with like a five-second shot on one character as opposed to the size, whatever. It's like, that's really they not no ending. Oh. Yeah. So my question is, when you say that you've got the ending finished and you've kind of got the idea for the ending since the beginning, like, how broad scale is that? Is that like, well, I know what the last conversation between Michael and Peggs is going to be, or you know what, like, the final chapter's and complete arc is going to be. 
how the, in depth do you know what you're going to do? The final chapter is pretty much blocked out. Um, and I will say, when I started the very beginning of the series, I had a rough idea. It was about the end of season um, about one and a half that I got the ending all down pat. Um, but uh, so I won't say that from the very beginning, I knew the absolute ending. It, it kind of came about uh, the, the first one and a half seasons. Um, but it is, I, I, I feel like this, I feel like I should write it down and put it in an envelope and seal it and then open it on the last day. and be like, look, here's what it is. <laughs> well, that's great. It's because that's what I'm hoping to hear. Yeah. The last, the last, the season is pretty much blocked out really well. Um, any characters who may live and who dies and certain things that happen in the season are all pretty much planned out. It's just, uh, we have to arrive at those moments and there's a couple of things that are still up in the air, but, uh, in terms of all the main characters, some of the side characters are a little bit, you know, um, undetermined. I will say that much. Uh, but everything else is pretty much planned out. Some of the side characters are like, Oh, where are they going to go? You know, though. Um, but pretty much everything else is good to go. It's, uh, it's going to be really exciting. And I'm so Honestly, um, I think there was something that came up recently where it's, uh, I, I saw the ending of something, and it's like, you know what? I can't wait to reveal the final chapter to you guys because it's been so much in the workings. Um, and I'm so excited. I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> awesome. Well, because uh, my friend telling me he thinks the show's going to end and humanity loses, and I'm sure a lot of people have that. I'm like, no, they're going to go and they're going to fight back. After hearing the finale, I'm like, who's probably right? Hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, uh, that's 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 the that's the question of season four. I mean, I hope I'm right. <laughs> oh, there's Nick. there's Nick. I have been missing you. I know. I actually uh, muted my mic a while ago, and then you guys were handling the phone conversations. I was like, I'm not butting myself in anymore. But now I have to because I still think that the ending of the show is going to be freaking the one with the pinstripe suit reading everyone's journals. I think that's, oh, that's awesome. a great theory. I think you're wrong, but it's a great oh, theory. I'm probably wrong, but it's a cool theory to stick to. Right. Oh, All right. Well, thanks, guys, for having me on. The show is great. Um, Camp of Season 4. Cheers. Thank you very much for calling in, and uh, thanks for calling. All right, Adios. Bye. All right. We got more uh, more calls coming in. Uh, we have a question on the forum. Did you, write writing Kim- Did you enjoy writing Kimmich's death? Oh God! You better have because <laughs> oh that man. I, I enjoyed you writing Kimmet's death. If that makes you feel any better about it, I enjoyed even the idea of being able to have his death at my hands. So <laughs> you have to enjoy that. But Kimmet's funny and interesting character because um, he is the antithesis of the military enforcement. Like uh, take Angel as the officer character. And he is just the embodiment of that. So he is like the, the, the basically the general version of that. And it's just it's uh it's nice to see that, you know, in the end you can have your own flaws become the end of you. And there's a lot of stuff. Kimmet Kimmet was a very complicated character and we gave him a chance for redemption and he denied it. Because Michael's like, Hey, you can come on board and he's like, No. So I think the ending of uh, the Kimmet's the character was very, you know, well-deserved, and um, that antagonist is no longer with us. You can, I mean, there's there's no way of looking at it uh, other than that. But Wait, yeah. wait, wait. You mean that Kimmet didn't jump in a 1960s refrigerator? <laughs> it's not plausible. <laughs> I'm sure I've seen that before somewhere. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, 
That's that okay. abomination of a movie. Yeah, I think I remember seeing that too. All right, the movie that shall not be named. All right, we've got another question. Yeah, what's the other question? Um, when did Kevin Flood know that he was the rat? When did you tell Kevin Flood that he was the rat? Kevin Flood didn't know he was the rat. I think till season three. <laughs> really? Wow. I keep so much from the actors, and I apologize for that in some ways. Um, and they they they're like, I need kind I kind of need to know this for the scene that I'm like, do you? I don't think so. I mean, like, I, you know, like, I wouldn't want to know, like, if I, well, I mean, I'm not saying, like, some air gunner is going to have this massive plot line, but I wouldn't want to know because I would want it to to play just how, you know, how it should. It should just be natural and in the moment of conversation that you're having at that second. And, you know, I, I like that you keep us all in the dark. I like that you keep me in the dark because I like listening to the episodes and still being entertained. You know, I'm I'm a fan. I want to I want to be entertained. I don't want to know everything. Yeah, nobody. Uh, to be honest, nobody knows about season uh, season four. Nobody in the cast. There's there's no one one per well except for Blair Grayson and uh, the production uh, production cast. They nobody else really knows what happens in season four. So that's kind of like the cool part about it. But I will say uh, with, with well with Kalani, him not knowing that he was the rat um, was very important because if he didn't know was the he was the rat, that he could play off of it very well. Like. It, no, I'm just an innocent guy, you know. It, it, so that was that played to his strength in some way, and especially with his story. Like he was an innocent guy; he was put in a terrible position, and he had no other option. I mean, anyone else in his shoes would have had to do the exact same thing, and yeah. they would have had to play that in a way where there wasn't any kind of like misleading. Like, well, he said that one line kind of weird. I think he might be the rat. Oh, he. His daughter's line is on line. His line. He's got. I mean, anyone else. I'm getting like weird echoes now. That's trippy. Uh, sure, sure. And I was, hey, I from
Hello. 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 You're on. You're right. Uh, my name is Ashton. I'm calling from Sacramento. Hey, Ashton from Sacramento. Hey. <laughs> um, I don't really have any questions or anything. I just wanted to say, like, this is how I like. Really awesome, your guys' radio drama is. I've been listening to it since about like halfway through the first season. I found it and I just saw it was about zombies, and then I like got super hooked. <laughs> <laughs> Been in, been enjoying like how you guys release it on Monday. I've been looking forward to each new episode. It's been great. <laughs> well, awesome. Well, thank you for listening, sir. I, uh, I appreciate the phone call. Mhm. Sacramento have- man. All right, Sacramento right. town. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's what's going on in the streets. That's what the kids tell me. Oh, Sac- the streets. <laughs> oh, you and your West Coast love affair. <laughs> East Coast West Coast battle right now. Oh, let's do it. You know what? I bet you if you take the next caller in line, we're going to be good because I know this is a New Yorker. Uh, wait. Eric, air with we're live. Hi. Three four seven four seven. I'm not going to read out your entire number because I would be rude. But hello, Predator, you're on the air. Brooklyn. There we go. So yep. now it's at least like two on two ish, because Grace, I know yep. Grayson's there too. So I've been listening since chapter seventeen. I tried to get on. We're not dead a couple times, but emails never reply. But that happens. And I was like, you're hurting your brother over there. Just this All, uh, I'll get to that in a second. Continue. <laughs> I love it. Chapter seventeen. I've probably listened to. Everything up to season up to chapter twenty four, I've probably listened to that maybe five to ten times, depending on the episode. I just oh, I can't get enough. Damn. Awesome. And awesome. I, I got one question. Where's the saw? It's like we the last we saw it was uh, what the war, and they, they ran out of ammo for it. But I'm figuring it can use the M sixteen magazine. So I just wondered what happened to it. The saw is. Uh, currently, where was the saw? Saw, I believe the saw was actually in the tower when it fell. Um, I don't oh, have, that's a shame. Yeah, they could use the the M16 magazines. The M16 magazines uh, will feed into the M, the, the saw, but the problem is it's only thirty rounds pop. Um, so and what, it's a bit overkill. Seventeen yeah. pounds, thirty rounds. And, and with the saw, I mean, you'd be out of that. In in uh, reasonable fashion, it wouldn't be. It's not a plausible weapon anymore. But it, I believe it was in the tower when it fell. Um, so I think it's completely out of the loop um, right now. The the only uh, commodity that they have is the sticky cow. Um, is the only feasible weapon at the moment. Hey, dude. In regards to your emails, uh, send me another one because I've only started responding to them since like August of this year. So I'm going to be redoing the list for We're Not Dead co-hosts. So if you are interested in co-hosting We're Not Dead for next season, uh, send an email to we're not dead podcast at gmail.com, and I will get you onto a list so I won't miss you this time. Awesome. Thanks. Well, thank you, uh, sir. Oh. Does anyone else think it was a good thing that Kimmet nuked uh, Irwin? Because if he hadn't, they would have, what, six, 7,000 more uh, yeah, special yeah. ones coming through to L.A.? Yeah, Kimmet, I mean, as much as he was the bad, I mean, uh, a bad person, I mean, if you think about it, that's so much more or less 
of that sort of generation that are gone. So it's, I mean, I'll, I'll leave this debate up to the uh, forum, but uh, it, yeah, depends on what your perspective is. I guess that's true. I never really thought of that, that aspect of it, but yeah, oh, damn it. Now I almost feel bad for wanting to shoot him so badly. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they should have shot him anyway, but, and they just nuked it for more of it on, on their, on their way to the colony. They should, <laughs> yeah. And then blow everyone else to bits. Yeah. All right. Dog, dog world up there. Thank you very much for calling in. We always uh, on rolling through here. Ah. And Adios. he's gone. Uh, okay, so let's. Uh, we have a question on the forum. What inspired you to write the series? And I don't know what the rest of the question was. Oh, okay. Um, we're alive. Um, well, the original intention was for this series to go, go from an audio drama to an actual like live series uh, action TV show. Um, at the time, 2009, when the series was created, there was no Walking Dead. There was no like survival horror apocalypse, you know, style TV show on. Uh, and unfortunately, Walking Dead came in and filled those shoes. So we're alive, kind of hanging in the balance of uh, where it goes. <laughs> and, uh, it, it's, it's really strong in its audio drama form, and uh, we're obviously, you know, expanding that. We're doing the the book version of uh, Birth Story coming up in the next couple of months here. But, I mean, it's just one of those things where um, there was a need for it on television, and now with Walking Dead there, we have something it's, it's a little bit different, but it's very similar enough to where it would be very difficult to pull off on television. But, uh, we'll see where we're alive grows in the coming years. There's a lot of other uh, mediums that could go. So. And, and, you know, for a cast, uh, cast member on We're Alive, I was a huge We're Alive fan. And so, uh, you know, being a Walking Dead and, and We're Alive fan, I think Walking Dead's great, but, uh, you know, We're Alive has such... Uh, deep characters, like every single character that you see, you can watch a full show about that character. And that's to me, uh, you know, makes it uh, uh, easier to connect to uh, rather than like The Walking Dead. I feel like you root for maybe one or two characters here. You're on the side of so many people. You feel connected to so many people. And that's, that's I think, one of my favorite parts about We're Alive. Yeah, and going with The Walking Dead, like I was very into it. I was very into it, but. Uh, just for some reason, I, it, it's lost my attention, and it's at no fault of them. I just like, man, you know what? I just can't. Sit, I just for some reason can't dedicate a Sunday evening to sit down and go. Oh, I want to watch The Walking Dead now. We're alive. I can just. Oh, look, it's there. It's on my phone. I can listen to it on my train ride home. Away we go. And I'm always connected to the show. But that's like the accessibility is really what has helped keep me involved with We're Alive. It's it's just always available to me at any given point in time. True. Cheers. With that, 412. 412, you're 412, on the line. 412, you're your on name? the air. Oh, hey. Hi. Is this me? It's you. It is you. All right. Um, I, I like that you uh, kept uh, Brent alive, and I'm kind of wondering how Michael knows where to take the fight. Where is Michael going to take the fight? That's a good question. Yeah, how, how does he know besides the stadium? Um, so there's a stadium that they know about, uh, in the conglomeration of the people who know what's going on. There's a stadium. They know that the hospital has some role 
Um, and they know that this character in the suit is some sort of um, is a is a threat. So from that, I will let people theorize. Um, Casey, I mean, but we're assuming that this is worldwide too. So I mean, it can, he can go anywhere, <laughs> right? I mean, I mean, he can, he can go to Mexico, he can go to Canada. We're, we're, we're assuming that that I mean, this is this is taking over the planet. I'm, 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 you know, I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah, and, and I really agree. Like I'm thinking, oh well, LA has millions of people, and it probably got more zombies running around than bullets. So I'm kind of wondering, you know, but and I love it. I love the storyline and everything like that. But I'm kind of wondering, well, how do you, how do you write that? How do you push that uh, kind of offensive? Even though you know, a good offense is the best defense. That's Michael's perspective at the end of season three, that's for sure, because he sees the writing on the wall that the only way that they're going to survive is if they start to attack the enemy where he is and where is the enemy. Um, that is That might be the theme of season four. Where is the enemy? Yeah, that might be. That's, that's, that's definitely something that might come up in the next season. Hopefully night. Michael uses Google Maps and not Apple Maps. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Apple Maps. Well, thank you for calling in. I appreciate it. No problem. All right, thanks for having me. Take care, 412. All right, 443. Taking a risk on Hi. you, four. Hello, 443. Hi, Hello. I was um, trying to call out to you guys earlier, and you guys just hung up as soon as I said, don't hang up, and I got hanged up. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's probably my, my fault, mic. too, so you can just blame me. <laughs> I think it was my mic for my earbuds. Anyway, um, I I love the show. I was I'm completely addicted to it. I'm constantly telling my friends and my coworkers to you have to watch it, or I will never talk to you again. Um, I have a question. Um, where do you get the ideas for the zombies? What was your name first? Oh, I'm sorry, I'm Kate. Oh, hi, Kate. Okay. Hello, Kate. Hi. Uh, the hmm. The zombies are very interesting because they are their own characters. Um, I can't really get into it too much without spoiling for season four. Um, ah. oh. We'll say that um, what you've seen in the previous seasons up to this point, um, they're all seem to be different versions of, um, of them. You see some that are smarter, some that are stronger, some that are faster. It seems to be whatever you... Not to quote Bert, but I will. Um, whatever you inherit in life is inherent in death. Um, seems to be a very inherent, you know, a very prevalent theme inside the the, uh, the series. So why are these the way they are is um, probably something that might be covered in season four. I think it has something to do with their brain. You know, I mean, like if you know whatever your kind of characteristics are in your daily life. You know, like I, I said, they're they're the soldier version, the soldier versions of them uh, in the series. So it's kind of like they're already trained in real life to to be a soldier. So as a zombie, they're going to be trained to be a zombie soldier. You know? Mm, yeah. So, I mean, that's I just a... thought. Okay. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. yeah no, no, we're sorry. We were all there to really mm-hmm. think about. I also have another question. I'm sorry. I won't, I won't be quick. This is my last one, I promise. Um, um, 
Cause we're good. The theory from of them being acting like ants is there any possibility we might see some flying zombies? Flying zombies. Talking about the ant. I've done a lot of research, but um, I don't think you're going to see any flying zombies. Um, okay. I don't. I really don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. Four four three. Bye, Kate. Hey, Casey, current topic on the forum is, other than the Irwin soldiers, can we expect new characters in Season 4, whether among the colonists or from outside? That's hard to say. Um, I don't think you would expect too many. Yeah, I mean, at this point, where are you going to find new people from? You've killed off the last bastion of humanity. You've yeah. killed <laughs> off their fort. And now you've you already killed off L.A. in the first five minutes of the series. So who's left? I think season four will be mostly the characters uh, that are in the series existing um, and their summations of where they end up. I oh, think hey, maybe uh, maybe the existing characters need to uh, make new characters, if you know what I'm saying, Casey. Uh, yeah. Oh, no. Hit up Robin for some action. I, I could very <laughs> one like that. Oh, oh damn it. Robbins is gay. No. <laughs> what are you talking about, dude? You have Muldoon. That's all you need in life. You need a wise-cracking sidekick who also happens to be your partner. What more do you need in life? Dude, get... Okay, we're done with that. That'll be fun. Oh, look at this. Unknown. I'm taking a risk. I'm taking a risk with the unknown caller. Unknown caller. If you heard the radio voice... Hello? Hello? You're talking with us. Is this me? Yes, it is. Um, I really love the show, and I just had to comment that I'm pretty proud of you, Casey. You didn't get anyone killed. Well, anyone cool, anyway. Oh, thanks. No one cool. Yeah. Oh, I guess you didn't like him. <laughs> well, I didn't like him. He kind of sucks. Um, so, yeah, I started listening to the show about a month ago, and Finished it in about a week. Oh, wow. Impressive. That's pretty quick. 35 hours. Like that. Yep. Had to stay up a couple nights, though. Well, I'll... And what... Really and I can't good. hear anything. Oh, you can't hear anything. Where... where no. I think, it, I think it's a Skype-to-Skype problem. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, thank yeah, you. Yeah, this is a Skype problem. Also, I'm pretty surprised there's only been one female caller so far. One female caller? Yeah, I, I agree. We got another you guys, you guys scare off. You guys are scaring off all the ladies. It's it's Nick. It's Nick. It's true. <laughs> what can I say? Well, thank you for calling. Um, we have a uh, another question on the forums. Yes, we do. How deeply do you go into researching things featured in the show? The bomb, helicopters, blind, other stuff, um, or do you just know everything? <laughs> boy, the bomb honestly took weeks of, like, that was a lot of research because um, if you know anything, is it B-23s? I forget the actual, uh, the, there, there's a number for, um, for nuclear weapons that is a commonly used, um, like, you know, bomb. Um, and it's, that's, 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 that's like the tactical nuke. Um, 
I went through a lot of research to find out what is the actual area of area of like the EMP blast, uh, how far it would go, what sort of like the survival rate between certain areas. Uh, season three, especially with uh, Boulder, was a lot of research. Um, it so was basically you're on the government watch list. <laughs> <laughs> they like find search entries inside of Google. Oh Jesus! <laughs> it's bad. Uh, but no, basically that's what it is. It's like finding the survival radius between uh, what ground zero is, uh, how an EMP blast would affect certain things, um, all the little uh, – and I got a note from Blair. Nuclear, not nuclear. Nuclear. <laughs> 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 Fine. We'll just take another caller, 915. Nine one five, you're here. Well, hello. Hi. Hey. Um, hello there. Um, no, I just. I, well, how do I start? Like, I uh, all I have to say is the the ending was just pretty amazing. Cool. Awesome. And thanks. um, I, I was wondering about something. When are you guys gonna release it on the on iTunes? Yep. Oh, when? No, but like, when? When are we going to release it on iTunes? Oh, the the episode? Um, yeah. If we can coherently upload a file within 50 minutes, it'll probably be within about 50 minutes. Okay, cool, cool. And um, I've been asking myself, how do we know that the zombie is Randy? Like, how do we know it's him? I mean, all we know is that they have the same description as Michael said in the previous chapter. But um, how do we calculate? We be sure that it's him. Like I've been asking that to myself a lot. Um, well, to be honest, uh, and this is something that's covered in the uh, forum in depth, mm-hmm. is the association. Like I'll say, I'm just speaking for you, Nick. Just the same. Go ahead. I'll, I'll correct you if you do it wrong, but I'm pretty sure you got it. I'm pretty sure you got this nailed down. Uh, the the character that they're seeing that they're assuming is Randy on the forums, especially, is uh, by his beard and long hair. Um, and they're seeing him, and the thing that's different about him in the most recent chapters is he has a mark on his face, and they can't identify what that is. Um, so, and they're assuming they're making the 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 fans uh, are making the connection that the person with the long hair and beard is the same Randy that was recognized by Michael in the previous uh, chapters when he uh, grabbed Tanya. So that's that's the connection that they're making. Mm, okay, okay. And another thing, um, where's the Skittles? What? Where's the Skittles? No, where's the Skittles? Where's oh, Skittles? Skittles? Where is yeah. Skittles? The last yeah. time we saw him actually was when Angel and Kalani was, was with him. Um, yeah. The other time we saw him was in the flashback, and that wasn't um, that wasn't anything that you know, you know. That was Duncan. That that was the emergence and the birth of Skittles. Some people just can't handle it, and that's what happened. And he just cracked. Some some people speculate he's in a corner sewing his Spidey suit. So we'll we'll see. <laughs> I like that theory. That'd be so much better than the last Spider-Man movie. But <laughs> it just got relaunched, right? Can't we just relaunch it again oh, and make it better? <laughs> don't. Oh. Better. Okay. It did let's, not get better. Let's not go here. I'm just gonna. <laughs> I'm just, I love. I love. 
I loved it. Well, well, thank you, nine I disagree with you, but um, yeah, we're, we're going to move on to another topic. So thanks for calling in. Thanks. Bye. Okay, um, you've mentioned you ignore The Walking Dead to keep your series unique. How hard is it to avoid The Walking Dead when it keeps growing in popularity? Um, <laughs> I don't watch it. I mean, I don't even have a subscription to any sort of network television in my home. Um, that's that's how easy it is. Um, but honestly, people are like, "Oh, hey, Bert is so is like so and so," and I'm like, "Who's that? I don't. Who are you right. talking about?" You know what? I don't know. I'm I'm a really big fan of both. Like I mm-hmm. I like The Walking Dead. You know, it's it's cool. I, I, I like some of the actors that are, are that are in that show. But I don't, I don't really find any correlation between the two, like the characters or, or anything. Like I said before, your characters are better done and done and done. <laughs> well, I, I, I can see the similarities where where people can draw the comparisons between the two. I do think that the real life characters are are superior in every way, shape, and form. But I can see where someone might make the comparison to a specific character to Bert, and I'm pretty sure I know which one they're talking about. Um, I can see where they make the comparisons between the two, and obviously you can compare the two lead characters because leaders and positions of authority. You can see where they make the comparisons, but I, it's really hard to judge them on a one-to-one basis. Casey's characters are just, to me, just far superior to anything that is on TV. They make you, they make you like want to think about what they're thinking about, you know. Where right. it's when I'm watching The Walking Dead, it's like, all right, let's kill some zombies. I don't really care what you're thinking about. Let's just do this thing. Um, exactly. Uh, we have Grayson looking for a number on the lines. What are you looking for? Right there. That's the call-in line. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> Nick, I, I am curious. What uh, what character would you say you could compare to Bert? The closest that I can say I would be able to compare to Bert would probably be Daryl. Uh, okay. If that was somebody tweeted uh, at me today, I was like, who the hell is this? I, okay, so here's the other part of why, even if you were to have read the Walking Dead comic books, Casey, you would not know who Daryl is because he's the one created specifically for TV. It's the dude from the Boondock Saints whose name escapes me at the moment. Um, which is why I love him because I, I love him from the from the Boondock Saints, and that's that's what I'm talking about. Like I like him as an actor, so that's why I like his character, but... Really? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's not like he's. That's what I'm saying. Like the closest comparison you can take is like Daryl to Bert, and because there's no one else that really crosses over. And I will grant that I am probably a season and a half behind right now on the TV show because I just, again, like I said, I stopped watching. But I can see where you might make the comparison to Daryl. Obviously, you can make the comparison to Rick and Michael very easily. Um, theaters. I mean, you know, you it's that's kind of right. It's it's an that's an archetype. That's not so much a a, a zombie character thing. Yeah. yeah, I'm like in the corner right now, being like, I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, I was just curious. I I, I mean, yeah, that, those are the two I would compare just right off the bat. I I still think that's a little bit of a stretch, but you want to take another caller? We have three six one on the line. Three six. Hey yo, what up? Hey three six. What's yeah, your name? Alex again. Hi, Alex. You are the guy that I got hung up on earlier. Yeah, I, just, I have nothing to say, and I'm keeping my hands in my pockets right now. That's <laughs> no. uh, all good, dude. Um, but yeah, I was calling to make a uh, well. I'm, it's a assumption. I'm assuming that the stripe, the pinstripe dude, is the guy that was in the convict that they, you know, they watched the DVR 
being in the apartment complex. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking about. Uh, from chapter... Um, in chapter one. No, uh, not chapter one. Uh, chapter, chapter two, part three. Yeah, it was after it took the apartment. It was um, right after that. So, yeah. But the, that's one of my assumptions. The guy in the um, sorry, the guy in the pinstripe suit is uh, seen many, many times throughout the series. Um, and this is the first time that they're... Um, I'm sorry, I just got a text from my fiance saying she can tell that I've been drinking. (laughs) (laughs) I can tell you're drinking because that comment has made you all giddy. All right, Casey, pass me your phone. All right, turn it off. Um, So, um, yes, he's appeared several different times in the series, um, and I believe that might be very prevalent in season four. yeah, so there's a lot of little details along the way that we've uh, planted. Uh, I would say uh, if for anybody listening to the series over and over again, uh, pay very close attention because I think it will be very important for season four. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I've probably doing six months. I just I started this uh, the series like two weeks ago, and I watched oh, wow. like up to 35 um, in like two days, two or three days, because my friend mirrored it over to uh, off an FTP. And so oh. I had to watch it. <laughs> and I was like, when's the next episode coming out? And they're like, well, it's supposed to come out next Wednesday. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, that's how long to wait, you know? And uh, they were like, dude, last time after the season finale, we had to wait six months. And I was like, what? Yeah. So I, I can't imagine waiting, dude. It's so long. And, it, and people are like, why do you have to wait six months? <laughs> been in production for a year like last january we were producing the series and every single week we're editing writing um every single person on the production is like working um Blair says, hey tony um we've been doing this for so long it's 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 just it's a lot for us to do continually um yeah so, i understand in order to make it good we have to take six months hiatus to uh to get back to my, you know, our flow and getting all the uh, details done for season four, and uh, just to polish everything out to make sure that season four is the way, um, the way that we want it. And I think that's what a lot of people respect so much about the show that you know it's it's a relatively a really small team that is producing this amazing piece of, oh, of yeah. you know, and, and so like that production value would totally get lost if, if we if Casey was like pumping episodes out um, a lot faster. So I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I mean, I think uh, I think I'd rather wait. I, I mean, trust me, I hate waiting for new episodes to come out of real life, but I'd rather I'd rather wait than get, like, this, like, thing that sounds like it was recorded on, you know, Fruity Loops or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. that's one thing. I think the audio has uh, an advantage over on television because on television they're focused now on since everything is such high quality and people are able to like see sweat drops on people with like eyelashes and crap like that. You know, the audio they have to get more cross and so it's more detailed. Whereas on TV they're just focused on making explosions and bringing up armies of you know whatever. So yeah, that's a good I think point. That's one thing that they have. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for calling. Thank you yeah, for calling man. back. I apologize again. Yeah, you guys take care. Oh, yeah. One thing to throw up, um, can you explain, like, how you guys make profits or if you guys make any profits? And I'll get off the line after you listen on my laptop. But, yeah, that's one thing I was worried that I was wondering about. Okay. Uh, prop, we don't. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
series, the, uh, we're, uh, we're Live in general does not make any profits. It's something that has been in the red for a very long time. Um, but at the same time, it's a labor of love, and I believe in the end it will. Um, those of you who support us through donations and through um, downloading our you know our app through the uh, the iTunes store, and those of you who uh, actually buy the season uh, season one through on Amazon, uh, that's what keeps us alive. We we do a lot of like outreach programs to try and like, get more and more people involved, but really it's those who who like say, oh hey, you know, I'm going to buy this or buy this T-shirt or, or poster. All of that directly goes back to the production. So those of you who support us, thank you very much. Um, it's something that like that's how we make this this show possible. And uh, we've been in the red for a long time. I continue to believe that we will be in the red for a long time. But honestly, uh, I think in the end we're going to have a great series, and this is something that will live on for for years after we're finished with it. That sounds awesome. Dude. Well, I'm really glad you guys got it done. Um, I'm gonna have to uh, go ahead and head off here because I got dinner waiting. So, you guys take care. Thank you very much. Thanks, Colin. Hey, Casey. A couple hey, uh, of um, hey. topics. I'm oh, sorry, Victor. Go ahead. Or Otto. Oh, no, no. <laughs> no, hey, I want to apologize, you guys. No, um, hey, I have, I'm gonna have to get going, man. But uh, you know what? I, I just wanted to say that uh, I appreciate everything Casey does. Everybody on the production team does, um, and I appreciate everybody listening. And supporting, uh, um, I'll try to see you guys on the forums as, as much as I can. But uh, if I don't get to talk to any of you guys uh, before then, I want to I want to wish you guys a safe and happy holidays. And uh, and uh, hope I'll, I'll see you guys soon. And these six months, uh, next six months, will will fly by, and season four will be here before we know it. So, Thank you. Uh, and I mean, Otto is Victor, one of the greatest Otto. characters we have on the show. So thank you very much, Otto, for calling in. That was you know. I'm going to no, see no you at uh, the, the season finale wrap party most likely in January. So, cheers, sir. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Thank you, guys. All right. Bye-bye. So, Casey, okay, a couple of the topics. Uh, there's two questions that are running out right now. After season four ends, what is next for you? Um, there is a story that I've been sitting on for God, five years now. Mm. A good story. The Robin's Muldoon love story. <laughs> <laughs> Bow, chicka, wow, wow. Helicopter men, <laughs> the world, one cockpit at a time, <laughs> one black cock at a time. Oh God! Well played. Oh, um, and it circles back. After season four of uh, We're Alive, there's a lot of other stories to tell. Um, in particular, there's one I've been working on before We're Alive. I think it's actually um, it holds its own to you know what we've been doing here. I. Uh, it's really, really good. I'm kind of deciding what to do now with the medium, uh, whether or not it'll be audio drama or book form. It's it's kind of like in the uh, it's in the works. It's it's kind of up in the air. But after we're alive, I'm gonna take a nice long vacation, work on that. Uh, we might do some books. We might do some more audio podcasts. It kind of uh, you know, you never know. It kind of depends on the on what what works with uh, the next story. But definitely, I have like six things in the works. Um, that I want to do after we're alive. It's just a matter of uh, just getting them done. Cool. Uh, the other one is, uh, if you were to do a TV series of We're Alive, will you keep the narration so that the characters will describe them from their perspectives, what we're seeing on the screen? I think that makes sense. Yeah, I don't know if that would work on a on a TV show. Cause the reason why we do narration is the only time we go to narration in the audio series is because we cannot support the amount of uh, detail 
uh, by audio alone, meaning that, like, for instance, when you're hearing in the season finale when Saul cuts in with his voiceover, the reason why we're cutting to him is because we can't give you the amount of detail we can uh, as uh, Saul is, de- uh, you know, describing it in detail. So those types of things we have to, like, cut away to in, in voiceover and narration. But if we're doing it in a visual medium, I don't think we need to. I think gotcha. we'll be able to do it with just visuals. Cool. Uh, I think that was it for that. Um, we have a 970 caller. Do you want to try? 970. 970. You're on with We're Live. Hello? Hey, how's it going? Hi. Um, so I was wondering, uh, great show, I loved it today, but um, I was wondering, if there was a zombie apocalypse, what weapon would you guys choose? Ooh. Oh, man. At this point in the series, 50 cal. <laughs> okay, let's be realistic. <laughs> that you can find at a hardware store. A hardware oh. store? Oh, so are you talking like melee weapon? Yeah, probably like, like a melee weapon. Uh, Boy, if you if you're down to melee, you're in bad shape. Yes, uh, you know I love. Yeah, but Sorry, I'm not talking about like we're alive, kind of like we're alive, but dumbed down, so it's not like you're completely screwed. Because if it's we're alive right now, we're all screwed. Yes, sledgehammer. Sledgehammer. Oh. Yeah, the, the reason why is because sledgehammer has got a distance about three and a half meters or three and a half feet. <laughs> three and a half meters. Oh my god. That's the biggest sledgehammer ever. Um, you can just swing it, and it's got such a blunt force that it would break anything it comes in contact with. So sledgehammer is my answer. Nick? I would go ahead and say probably an aluminum bat, mainly because I wouldn't be as concerned about the wear and tear on it as like a wooden baseball bat where someone's like, oh, put a baseball bat with a nail in it. It's perfect. Yeah, but those splinter and break. You know, aluminum bat, you just wail away. And it has a satisfying ting sound. That's <laughs> true. That's true. All right, Tony. I'm uh, surprised nobody said crowbar because that's multi-per. You can use it for different things, like getting into places. Well, now yeah. Tony might steal that because he hasn't given his answer yet. Uh, no. Uh, you know what? Uh, after a lot of debate, I would say uh, crowbar. Uh, reason- <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> well played. Well played. Uh, sorry. Are you a fan of Half-Life? Uh, yeah. I played a little bit. I love it. I will admit. Uh, yeah, those, those, that's, that's what we would choose. Yeah. But, uh, I would, I mean, honestly, I would probably go with a samurai sword because I've always, always wanted to mess someone up with a samurai sword. The big, yeah. So, there you go. All right. Thanks for your call, man. Thank you. All right. Oh, oh, I feel bad. Bye. Yeah. Okay, 352-352. This is you, 352. You're the only one in that area. Yeah, this is uh, Mark in Tallahassee. How are you guys doing? Mark. Good, yourself? Doing good. Uh, Casey, I just want to say thank you so much uh, for all your hard work, uh, for all, for everybody, the work that you've done. Um, I'm curious that... Um, how this has impacted yourself as well as the other actors, what doors has has this opened for you guys. And I keep on thinking about the next medium, and 
I have two boys we play the Call of Duty game, and I just keep on figuring out why hasn't somebody made a movie with the computer graphics that we see on these games. I go, you know, someone could just take your entire series, match it with the computer graphics that you see in the games, and they have an instant series or, or TV, like the Sci-Fi Network, and I post on Facebook. I just don't know where these Hollywood people are that are not picking up your creativity uh, your hard work and, and seeing that there's money to be made with what you've done. I, I just, I'm a, I'm astound, astounded. And the same thing, I, I listened to your presentation on both speakers and blown away, fantastic. And I can't, I just can't thank you enough. And the final statement is I wish you the very best on your upcoming uh, wedding nuptials and, and many years of uh of happiness with your new bride. Well, thank you. The new bride is Lizzie. She's pregnant. That's what I knew. <laughs> um, I've heard that. The, uh, I pre- I really appreciate that. Um, the I I one of the things I when I set up with this series was I was like you know if they build it they will come, and I really believe that once the series is either over or in the in the final stages of being done, I believe that uh, somebody will be like grabbing us i believe somebody's gonna gonna say you know what this is a great story these are great characters let's move with this because honestly like you were saying with the game thing um i really want to do a video game that's done right like um every time i play video games i'm like you know what if somebody made somebody of a survival horror game with the the ultimate elements of like really building a survival like tower that we have in the uh, in the series, I think it would be so much fun, and I just I, I I want it to happen, and I think it will happen. Um, part of it is I think that the series has to end for that to happen. I think someone yeah, has I, to that this series is complete and full, and uh, like the Hunger Games, that they had to finish all three books before they made a movie. I think that's just going to have to happen, and it's just going to take a little time. That's a good yeah, idea. I keep, yeah, I keep on going on Facebook on the The Walking Dead and posting links to your guys' uh, uh, Facebook page and everything else. But, uh, you know, I, it really, for me, it's like I said, when I'm, when, I'm wa- when I'm watching my boys play and they play the campaign and, and the, just the computer graphics, and if I had, uh, I've been dealing with computers for a long time, but if I had the ability to do, you know, some type of graphics or anything along the line, I, just, I mean, you, you have 35, you know, 36 hours of, of sound and everything else. Someone just has to to take the pictures and lay it out. And I, like I said, I could see it on the TV channel. But anyway, I'm rambling on. I just want to thank you. I can't thank all of you guys enough. And, and the, I guess the other question I had was, you know, uh, Michael is obviously, I'm trying to remember the actor's name, but, you know, he's already been in a bunch of TV shows. Has this opened the door for anybody um, else along the, along the way and that you guys have seen success? Or... Oh, well, this helped me a little bit. I, I was – for my new job and it uh you know it had to deal with kind of hosting and it had to deal with uh being an MC and and using my voice a lot and uh, I was able to put you know down we're alive that I hosted the live show and that I was a, a cast member on a very popular uh podcast and and uh and that that definitely helped me and they they were questioning about it and uh, actually a couple of the people that interviewed me knew about the podcast so uh like I said earlier, people at work knew, you know, were asking me if I knew about it, and so it, you know, it definitely, uh, definitely helped me in that aspect. And, and uh, one last question: 
when all's said and done, is there going to be a, an entire CD box set or DVD set with notes and everything else, or outtakes, or any thoughts of that after season? I, I'm 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 disappointed. Season four will be the last, but at the same time, I completely understand. Uh, but I I intend on on buying whatever you have available because I can listen to this thing over and over again. Well, thank you very much for that. I, I think um, Blackstone Audio, who does our um, they do the production of our CD sets. They uh, sell through Amazon, things like that. I think they're going to do a last like season finale, you know, box set with everything all together. Uh, at least I hope they will. Um, we're, with everything all together, I'm really excited. The fact that we have a publisher who's like behind us. I mean, they submitted us for the uh, the Audio Awards, and uh, I really think they're going to do a box set with all of them. And I'm really excited about that. I think with all of them together, it'd be really nice. Um, and I think as a complete story, it'll be really fun. Great. Well, thanks again for your time, and, and happy holidays, and Merry Christmas to everybody, and, and uh, God bless everybody involved in this project. Thank you. And Blair just texted me. She says thank you for wishing them good luck. Thank you, Billy. <laughs> Casey, current topic on the forum, while all characters are needed, which one is your least favorite? What? That's not fair. <laughs> Didn't you? I'm pretty sure that you answered this when we did our interview for the We're Live 100. Didn't you say that if if you were to name your least favorite character, didn't you say it was Kimmet? Yeah, I think so. And the reason Kimmet's a very funny character because I mean, as much as he's portrayed on the series, he was real, right? And that's all I'll say for that. Um, not to say that he's based on anybody in particular, but. There, there may or may not have been any officers named um, uh, as as such. Um, spelled completely differently and has nothing to do with the series as a uh, very, very safe message uh, to anybody who might be listening. But, yeah. <laughs> All right. Next caller. Cool. Um, do we have any more messages on the forum or should we go with the 718 caller? Go with 718 for now. Okay. 718. Gentlemen, how's it going? Good. Hello? Hello. Hey, how's it going, guys? It's, um, I'm Alex Inks on the forum. I do a lot of, uh, draw fan drawings for the show because it's, like, the most amazing show out there right now. Hello? Cool, man. Yep, we got you. Okay, cool. Uh, uh, sorry if I didn't hear. The, I didn't get to hear the first part. My name is Alex Inks. Um, want to say congratulations to everybody on the show because it's the most amazing season so far, and I haven't been listening to a series or been seeing anything on the web that's been this great since like Broken Saints, which is a Canadian series from way back when. And it's very hard to find really good original stuff online. And thanks to KC and the rest of the crew for it. So, two things. I think if anybody's worried about what the finale is going to be, or if the humans win or lose, I mean, if you listen to the first 10 seconds of the first episode, I think that kind of answers stuff. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. But if, <laughs> if, that's how he, if that's how he starts the journal, then, and he continues on through the story, that doesn't necessarily mean that my theory's wrong. True, even though true. It is, it is Maybe though. he does a really good Michael impersonation. And my question is uh, for Casey. Um, I know you dabbled in some um, live video film stuff before, and I wonder has the, has the process of doing this series, and I'm sure it's very painstaking and annoying at times, but ultimately rewarding. Has it has it changed your way in how you would approach doing a film in the future? Yes, 
and no, um, the the thing about doing uh, film, especially and and anything that's based on the real life story, is I, one of the reasons why I haven't done anything visual. People have approached me with saying, "Hey, let's do a visual medium of where live." And the problem with that is that uh, I want done to a certain like. world and really like put them when in whatever situation we want to um but with with uh when you actually involve like youtube and visuals it's gets very 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 difficult and that's that's part of the problem is because you want to hold it to a standard that is not prevalent in those sorts of mediums um like we did if we did wear live it's like 35 hours long that's very difficult to do on say youtube or one of those other channels and that's that's where the problem lies is, is um, you want to make it to like a certain standard. And fortunately with all the visual mediums that are out there, it's very difficult. Do you think it would work as a graphic novel more if you guys took that approach? Casey, did you hear the question? Uh, part of, uh, part of for the problem with that is, um, and not to rely on Walking Dead a little bit, but they have done the graphic novel. So right. try to be a little bit unique in the way that we do things. And that's why I think the audio medium has been like our domination for now. But um, if we want to do a graphic novel, that is definitely something that we could try in the future. Um, so, I mean, I mean, Walking Dead has done it. And I hate to follow in their footsteps in that medium, right. but I uh, possibly we could do so film much better. better. <laughs> You guys are so much better. Anyway, thank you very much for taking my call, and, and I can't wait for season four. Thank you so much, and God bless everybody, and congratulations on the wedding, guys. Boy, the wedding. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> I have done very little to help in that situation. <laughs> well, now you have a nice long vacation to help. I do, I do, and unfortunately, what ended up happening is like, hey, Blair, um, put the wedding aside and start talking about story. <laughs> <laughs> uh, great. Uh, six six zero. Um, I'm not going to read the rest of the numbers. Try and keep. Them Hello. Hello. Yes, Hi. you. How are you? Hey, this is Crowbar. Hey, Crowbar. You. Crowbar. <laughs> what's going on? Okay, so what's going on with Riley? When are we going to figure out what's going on with her? The closet or not? By whatever do you mean? <laughs> yeah, 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 man. You know, we've been having this discussion for way too long. Wow. And I, my response is, what do you mean? Mick, get him. Uh, he knows what you mean. He's being coy. I think, I, I, yeah. The thing that I think the the people that are that are stuck on this relationship of Riley and Angel or Riley or Lizzie need to pay attention to uh listen, when this episode comes out to re-listen to it listen to the happy ending on uh with everyone getting out of the helicopter and saying hi and go back and listen to see what Riley says about uh Lizzie and also go back and um notice what Lizzie wants to tell Riley but gets stopped or who Victor, whoever wants to tell Riley about what happened to Angel, pay attention to that section, and I think that's going to be a very huge clue as to which direction she, uh, which direction she swings. Okay, okay, all right. So the next one, 
Um, Casey, you know we've been going back and forth on the whole angel is God thing. So what made you decide to uh, um, send him on the big dirt nap? And has Wraith forgiven you yet? Oh, <laughs> it's weird. I haven't actually talked to Wraith in a long time. That makes me worried that he's actually mad at me. <laughs> uh, he he could be. He very well might be. That's a very good point. Um, uh, Angel's character was actually um. The, the, everyone's like, well, what happened to Angel? Angel's character um, was supposed to take, you know, the, well, you, you coined the phrase dirt nap. Uh, in this season, um, there's a lot of stuff that was supposed to happen. And um, with uh, with Angel's character, it it kind of was, there's a lot of things that were supposed to happen. And um, given uh, the voice was supposed to be able, uh, be able to be available, and he wasn't because he was away at sea. And I was like, um, trying to make a good end to that character and it gets very complicated, but put it this way, um, uh, got the, the, the ending that was supposed to happen for the character actually happened in the series. So, um, so that's the end result of that. Okay. It's not like we're going to miss him anyways, you know, all right, man. Hey, good luck on whatever you got going on next, man. And Nick, uh, take care out there in New York, dude. Thanks, man. I'm doing my best. All right, you guys be easy. Bye. Hey, Crowbar. Uh, you have a question uh, with uh, why? When, what? When? When is the Where Live musical? Oh, when is the Where Live musical? Uh, come? Is the ooh. question that somebody asked me? I want in on that, KC. All right? That's all I'm going to say. Specialist Anthony Robbins is having <laughs> at least two solos. At least two solos. And one of them is definitely about his Black Hawk. I love, honestly, I love musicals. I'm very excited for the uh, the upcoming musical, uh, the, for Les Miserables. Yes. I'm so excited yes. for that. Uh, the fact that they actually recorded the uh, the musical onset. I'm so excited for that. But to be honest, the We're Live musical is probably not going to happen because I'm not musical. You Aww. need to have a music director and composer for that to work correctly. But honestly, I'm neither. <laughs> I'll be honest. I'm not. You know, when it comes to musical direction, that's a very you know, you really have to know your stuff. And uh, Josh Whedon. I'll give him, you know, enough credit. He really knows what he's doing, and he really got a lot of support in that department. Um, if somebody wants to come on who's a musical composer who can really handle that situation, I say, yay. I uh, I know a few people, and I can see if I can get him interested. That would be something that we do after the season four finale, though. Yeah, but it's something that something happens like in the season four because that would I think discredit uh, some of the actions that happened in the series. Um, real quick question from the forum. When will season three be available to buy on CD? Uh, Grayson, we're going to work on it, what, uh, January, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, January is when we're going to start to put the pieces together. Um, with the remastered version, uh, there's not a lot to be done, because uh, season three we did spend a lot of work on in uh, pre-production, whereas season one was a little shaky. Season three is pretty solid, so I think uh, we'll probably have it somewhere around January. So. Okay. Uh, we do have a 310 caller. Should we just uh, dial them in? Go for it. Hello? Hello. Hello. Where are you from? Hi. Oh, awesome. Good. I, I was hoping you guys were answering because I was 310. 
Um, I'm from Inglewood, but I'm actually in Oakland. And um, I started listening to the show from a friend of mine. Um, his name is Robert, so I want to give him a shout-out. And uh, the show is really good, really, I mean, way better than The Walking Dead, I must say. Um, I also had a question. I wanted to know um, why is Inglewood the the <laughs> hit site? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what the hell, Casey? God. <laughs> the perfect, like, perspective of the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it, it's it's nothing to do with the Singlewood. It just has to do with uh, the Singlewood line. Uh, oh, I can. Hear Some um, the G location uh, I have no <laughs> plate tectonics. It's all about plate tectonics. Uh, if I was saying uh, plate tectonics act, it's gone. Inglewood just happened to fall in line with uh, what the story uh, background was, um, so I won't really tell you too much more than that. Oh, okay. I mean, it's, it's all good. Like, it's actually pretty cool to kind of put Inglewood on the map. But, um, <laughs> yeah, like, it's an awesome show, and um, you guys keep doing what you're doing. This is, like, it's so good. It's, like, unbelievable. I'm so glad I was introduced by it, you know, listening to it. And um, second girl, by the way. <laughs> So there are ladies out there listening. <laughs> that was pretty cool. She's to have nice. Englewood call and be like, "Hey, what's up with my city?" She's probably <laughs> going out looking for looking for clues. <laughs> Where uh, is it? You know, the, the cool thing about um, it's not going to the show uh, the show's horn anymore. But honestly, when we do research for a lot of stuff, we actually go to some locations and. Um, yeah, that's uh Inkwood has a uh, very important role in part of the series, so awesome. so that's cool. Thanks Can't for calling wait. in. Next caller. Next caller. Five one wait, wait, five oh nine. Five oh nine. What's your name and no where are you from? Hello. Is. Hi, it's Awkward Alex. Hey Aw- Hey, Awkward Alex. Hey, you're on the farum, uh forum. Farum. Yeah. <laughs> I, yes, bite my- I am. <laughs> Welcome. I think, I think that they have continued drinking out there on the West Coast in celebration. Ridiculous. Uh, we yeah. took that away from the long time ago. These are just the after effects. <laughs> so you're from the Ferrum, apparently. Uh, what's What's your question? Um, I wanted to know, um, Casey. You always say that uh, all the characters have a little bit of you. What do um, Kelly and Scratch get to you? Because they're my favorite characters. Ooh, that's a good question. Um, Scratch is the darkest, darkest corner of, I think, any personality. Um, where you... Um, oh, I just got a text message from Blair. Thanks, Blair. Uh, <laughs> take his phone away. Take his th- Here, take it. Just take it away. Um, Scratch definitely is uh, the darkest portion of myself. Um, 
If you've ever had those moments where you're like, you know what, I would want to do this at this point, Scratch is kind of the, you, you take all those inhibitions away, and that's Scratch, where she will do anything that your uh, like subconscious wants. She's we're there at the forefront, um, and I'm really excited to see kind of what she does in season four. I really don't think anyone should ever get you cranky and angry then. <laughs> uh, honestly, Scratch, uh, she's a window to the dark world. I mean, that 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 inhibition that you have that you know we shouldn't really drive up on the sidewalk. She doesn't have that. Yeah. And what about Kelly? <laughs> Uh, Kelly is, Kelly's a really good voice of reason. Um, Kelly is actually named after my aunt, curiously enough. Uh, so when they say aunt, that's my actual aunt Kelly. Uh, but uh, she's not that mean in real life. Um, but there's a lot of elements of Kelly that might come to, uh, fruition in season four. I really wish I could tell them, but, uh, Kelly's got a lot of, uh, little things that she has hidden behind the curtain that she's not going to reveal till season four. Hmm. Oh. Interesting. Ellie's got cool. a lot of purpose. And I just wanted to ask one more quick thing, and then I'll let you guys get on the next version. Did you see um, season three really being such a Saul Victor season? Because it started out really with, you know, Michael and everyone, and then it seemed that we had Saul for the main portion of it. Yeah, Saul, um, I guess I have to answer answer this one. Uh, Saul and Victor, the dynamic between them is very important um, because, I mean, in, in some ways they're like they were left behind in season uh, two to defend for themselves. And Saul has never been in a leadership role. But I think for uh, season four, they really like came to the, uh, you know, came to the, the calling that they had. Uh, Saul really hates being behind uh like a leadership role and especially with the season four uh, i'm sorry season three finale they really like step up to the plate saul really puts the pieces together and um, makes everything happen for the colony all right thank you so much the season finale was great it's something i cannot wait for my father to listen to it so he can talk about it well, and everything it was great We'll have it up uh, probably in the next hour or so, whenever this uh, show ends. I think we have like seven minutes left or something like that. Yeah, seven minutes and ten callers left. Um, I know we keep stay, we sort of stay on the air-ish in terms of recording where we can finish up those calls, correct? Or is that – or we dump everyone after we're off? Whatever works at this point. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> So someone saved me. <laughs> okay, next call. Let's let's get through let's get through as much of these as we can. You want to hit up the next caller there, Nick? Oh sure, I can definitely do that. Thank you, Alex, for your call. Uh, six three zero. You are on the air. So caller from the six three zero. What's your name? Where are you from? Hey, this is John from Chicago. Whoa. Hey, John. How's it going? It's good. How you doing, John? I'm doing good. Yeah, this is the one that flew out there for the live show. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, uh, that is dedica- uh, dedication. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. No, it was uh, the the uh, season finale was awesome. I uh, stuck around at work just to finish listening, it so I didn't have to miss out. And it was awesome. What? You say that on the air. You know oh, what I mean? okay. Like, so, know, what time do you work to normally? 
Uh, I usually work till about nine, so it was eight thirty here when the show started. Gotcha. Doing overtime. <laughs> oh yeah. Stay clocked in, buddy. Should <laughs> <laughs> come from that. I wear a live clock. I have it. <laughs> I, I listen to you guys every day, and uh, uh, you guys pretty much replaced my music library, so it's pretty much all we're alive on my work laptop. So awesome, dude. <laughs> awesome man. That's got yeah. to be killing so. your productivity just a little bit. <laughs> you know, what? It, honestly, I program my best while listening. So, oh, that's awesome. There we go. Yeah, sweet. <laughs> Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate cool, it. man. Thank you. No, yeah, time. We'll see you guys in at the uh, next live event. Yeah. Damn straight. Caller from 860, you're on the air. What's up? This is Ben. I'm calling from Connecticut. Oh, Ben. Ben. What's up, Ben? Um, hold on a second. Is there any possibility there could be a return to the series in a different location, i.e. the East Coast? Um. That's, that it definitely is a possibility. There's a lot of stuff. In- Hello. Uh, yeah, Ben, give us one second. We're answering. Yeah. That. Hang on, Ben. I'm gonna get. I'm okay. gonna meet you. I'm gonna get you right back on. Okay, one second. No, that's and, fine. Um, somebody was asking about like other locations of the story. Um, that stuff. Uh, we have talked about it a little bit. Uh, with the story, I think in particular we will be uh, covering some things in the side stories. But in particular, with the uh, the main storyline that's happening in the series, uh, we will cover what's necessary for the perspective that we need. If that makes sense. Yes. All right. Perfect. So, uh, yeah, back to Ben from Connecticut. Oh, Ben, go ahead. Cool. Back to Ben. Thanks, man. Awesome. Uh, question number one: What are you guys drinking? Oh, uh, we were drinking um, wine. White wine. And uh, we have stopped. Uh, we have Firestone, and Casey is giggling like a school child. So, uh, sweet. I got a couple questions. First of all, shame on you guys for not picking the crowbar as your weapon of choice. I told you. Remember, hammer. Oh jeez. Yep. Until, until he brought it up. Um. And I also want to say thank you, not just to Casey, but whoever else on the show who may have uh, served in armed forces or above. I feel like it's right to honor you for that, not just for what it brings to the show, but for that service itself. That would be Michael Swan, um, uh, Kelly, which is played by Tammy Klein, myself. um, I believe that's uh, they covered every one of the stories. So we have like three uh, people who were active duty at one time. And, and awesome. And Scott, Marvin. Uh, Scott Marvin, who was um, my uh, sergeant first class, and Victor, who was in the Marine Corps. I hold nothing against him. I spent three days in the Boy Scouts. Just saying. <laughs> That's awesome. Cool. Well, thank you for that. Um, and then I guess my my question is: is who does the artwork for the show? Uh, that would be Ben Hosack, and uh, he is uh, our level. Uh, lovely and loyalty-driven artist. He, I believe, he does. He's from the community. Uh, I think he called in a little bit ago. Was that one of the ben artists? Hosek, I don't believe. Uh, a lot of it. A lot of it is like fan-driven. Uh, I know Victor has uh, Victor Otto has uh, has given a couple posters that he's done. 
Uh-huh. So yeah, I think I think it's mainly fan based. Yeah, and then the chapter artwork shows up on the podcast the, feed. That chapter artwork is done by a specific person, which uh, Casey I think was trying to say before he uh, decided to fall down laughing. Um, so there's one person that does the artwork <laughs> that's. Um, uh, sort of driven by Casey's ideas, so they have an idea. So, like when you look at the chapter artwork that's got the behemoth in the background and the Hummer in the foreground, uh, that was you know inspired by Casey saying, "This is what I think it looks like," and uh, here's what I think that this should look like. The guy does the art, Casey approves it, it gets put onto the podcast, and we download it. Uh, and I do, I have forgotten the guy's name, unfortunately. But yeah, there is cool. one. There's one person that does it. Uh, ben Holtzak and. Uh, the there's a lot of uh, fan art that's done by uh, Abaya. Yep. So, Abaya. Uh, yeah, Abaya. If you man, if you were to put that guy's stuff, I saw stuff recently on the Facebook page. That stuff would look so sweet on the feed. Uh, I'm second morning, so we're gonna try and get through this. So thank you very much for calling. We're gonna try and get through this. Nope. Cool. Thank you guys. Thanks. Uh, and just again, callers, if you're on the line, um, we'll do our best to get to you, even if uh, we get cut off. Okay, three one four, go ahead. Hello. Hello. I love. I just. Oh, I guess my name is Kyle. First off, and I'm from Missouri. Got a minute left. Come and <laughs> a question for us, we can answer real quick for you. Yes, um, I like I said, I'm Kyle from Missouri, and I just kind of want to know if like Scratch's story um, will get answered, like with her ring and what um, everything she had with Angel was about. I think a lot of that has uh, been answered in the season three, uh, but there's, if there's any uh, hanging chads of uh, the details, I think that it will come up in season four. Okay, thank you very much, and again, uh, thank you, and I'm friends with Alex. You guys cut off earlier, so. Um, hello to all my blind friends out there, and give a plug for Swamp, and you, I love you guys. So thank you. Thanks. Oh, appreciate the call. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna try and answer the rest of the calls uh, after we air. Ten seconds. So the British uh, woman is mad. From, <laughs> from she's angry. From Tony Wright. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, uh, Nick. We got nine three seven on the line. Bye. Thank you guys so much for coming. Uh, See you guys next time. The line is still working. I'm going to let somebody else take over while I run to the restroom. Oh, God. <laughs> and, all right. So uh, so at this point now, um, we're off the air. So this is something you're going to hear. It's like a special edition of the, the podcast now because we can release this and it'll go out. Uh, so 937, you are on the air now. Hopefully you don't have a question for Casey because he had to go piddle. Yeah, he's gone. What's up, guys? What's going on? What's up, man? Hey, man, it's uh, Kyle or Smokey Zombified there on the forum. I don't post hey. too much, but, yeah, that's that's me. That's me. I don't um, know. Yeah, that's, I'm hear. a guy. I'm a guy. So, you know, you'd answer my question there on the We're Alive 52, but uh, you said guy or girl. I'm surely a guy. <laughs> I will do my best to remember that if I hear your post. No. <laughs> no, it's cool. It's cool. Um, actually, you know, I just uh, – I was really uh, interested in um, – just telling Casey, obviously, he went to go pee, so uh, I was wanted to tell him that he's doing a great job, and you know, I've got a lot of my friends hooked on it, so hopefully I've uh, helped the cause there. Uh, but uh, my main question was, um, you know, Bert survived, but is Bert one of those ki- types of characters that's destined to not live through the whole entire series? 
and, and you know, it, it's my personal opinion, and it was for a long, long, long time that he is not one to live. Um, now, the way that season three shook out and the way that it ended with um, Scratch and what he said in the hospital after he was broken free, I'm more inclined to believe that he might make it longer than I believed. But I still feel like he's the type of character that has to die. I just don't know how right. now. Right, that's kind of that was kind of my train of thought was that he was just one of those characters that just had to die. I mean, he's just destined to die in some glorious, kick-ass, blow shit up, you know, way. <laughs> right, and like if it had happened this season, it would have been perfect because it would have been, uh, I'm getting Saul and Lizzie back together, and in order to get them back together, I have to give myself the sacrifice to even the table because of what I did in the tower and kicking out Lizzie and blah blah blah. But he he even the score without having to to kill himself. Right. Well, and, he still has that he still has that unfinished business with Scratch, which is really the only reason I can see him living is the fact that he's still got to deal with Scratch. So, you know, he's he's got to deal with that whole situation and in the way the the series has played out, it seems like he's the one that's going to eventually end her. Oh, if there is no Scratch, I would be so upset that woman Oh God, she. <laughs> well, I know. I know it upsets Deacon because he's obsessed with her. But you know, <laughs> no, there there are more than just Deacon that are huge, huge Scratch fans. Osiris being one, definitely. Yeah, definitely. And also, I wanted to say that uh, my favorite character, which is very uh, unique, because a lot, I don't think I've ever heard anybody say that this is their favorite character was uh, Robbins. What? what? Now you're Rob. just kissing ass. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not. Actually, I, I like the penis jokes. I think they're funny. They may, they crack me up. So, you know, honestly, I think uh, I think Robbins, you know, it, the first time he showed up and the, the jokes and the the chain gun, it really, uh, I think he was, you know, at that point in time, like, well, you know, Victor and Saul and Bert, you know, everybody has their normal favorite characters. But Robbins, in the end, I mean, I was hoping he would live because I like him. I like his character. <laughs> he likes you, too. <laughs> I'm sure I don't know how does, you could but... possibly know that, Tony. I just, oh. I'm not sure. I, 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 I'm what you call in the back pocket of Specialist Anthony Robbins. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, well, cool I, mean, I, I really like his character because you know he he brings a comic relief to a very serious, you know, uh, a very serious series. And in, in, you know him and Muldoon, there's the they're going back and forth, and you know you're too fat and your penis is too small. I mean, it's just. <laughs> It kills me, you know, just listening to it, and it brings, and, you know, it makes you laugh in some of the more serious moments in the series, and that's that's kind of why I like him. I mean, I hope hopefully he survives longer than uh, one chapter into the next uh, season. <laughs> For that, I have to give a, a, a shout out to Sean Lewin. Oh boy, <laughs> the two of them together is awesome. Is that is that who plays Muldoon? We'll do. We we've done improv together for a long time in Orange County, and I mean, and not just together, but we have our own teams, and, and we do we do improv and stand up comedy, and and so when we're in the studio together, it's kind of fun to just be able to have someone that we can easily just riff off of each other, and and just and li- literally just talk and just t- you know basically shit talk to each other for for hours. And so, right, right. You can you can feel that too. I mean, you can feel the sense of the, the, these are two guys that really know each other. And are really familiar with each other and can really get in. I, I think that adds to the series. I mean, it really. Th- I really think that that's why I like Robbins, and I, you know, I like Muldoon too. And I think it's just because they can sit there and shit talk each other for hours on end and make you laugh, even when they're killing zombies and Fort Irwin's about to fall on the you know flame of fire. 
Yeah, uh, definitely Muldoon are definitely like aspects of the military that uh, a lot of civilians don't get to see. So I love the fact that they guys, they, like they bring something to the role that is so like genuine. Uh, and the fact, because a lot of people, when they, when they uh, hear soldiers, they, they kind of think that they're not human and really yeah. like robots. And I really love how they bring the humanity back to those roles. And I love how they play with each other on. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I've known soldiers and people who've served and I know they're not just robots, you know, and I think that added a lot to my feelings towards Muldoon and Robbins is the fact that they really put to the surface in this, you know, in this podcast, in this series, and they show everybody else who really aren't familiar with other soldiers that, hey, you know, they're just human beings. They, you know, they can joke, they can have fun, while at the same time they can be serious about their work. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Man. I really, really, really appreciate that. Thank you. No, no problem, no problem. Hey, and you know what, Casey, I'm glad you're back. Uh, <laughs> just to let you know, you know, you did a great job, and uh, I'm definitely digging this series. I'm trying to get everybody involved in it, but, you know, my brother and all my friends are – have their grown-up jobs and they have to do their things where I work, you know, I do uh, lawn and landscaping. I do like, uh, I put the chemicals down on the lawn. So I get two months out of the year where I can just sit on my ass. So <laughs> and I can just listen to we're alive the whole time while I'm working and they don't have the luxury to do that. So I'm, I'm trying to, to spread the word, but at the same time, it's hard because nobody else, uh, like everybody said on, like I've listened to we're alive or I've listened to we're not dead. And, and, you know, a lot of people say, when it comes, you know, you listen to it, and at first you're kind of like, eh, it could be good, you know, and then as soon as you get to chapter four or five, then you're like, wow, I'm hooked. You know, I'm trying to tell them that. It's like you have to listen all the way through, but they won't listen all the way through. You know, they'll just uh, they'll listen to the first, you know, one, two chapters, and then they'll kind of drift off, and it's like, no, no. You have to listen to up till chapter four or five, and then I guarantee you you're going to be completely hooked. And my brother eventually did it, and he was completely hooked, and it's like, <laughs> I told you so. So, you know, it's a great podcast, it's a great story. I mean, it's a, it's a different take on zombies. It's a different take on just – it, it kind of reminds me of a video game. You know, but the, the only way I can see this being on TV or even on video games is if it's on HBO or some, you know, a big-budget channel that is capable of creating the behemoth, you know, or creating the little ones or the not-so-little ones, as they call them now, because they're not so little. But you know, it's it just <laughs> I can I can see how it's it's really complicated. But at the same time, I'm a fan of Walking Dead, and I watch The Walking Dead. But I would much rather w- watch what's going on and we're alive on TV than watch The Walking Dead. As much of a huge fan as I am of zombies and zombie movies, zombie games, I played Dead Alive. You know, I've played the Dead Island and all that good stuff, and I love those games. And honestly, the zombies that are in We're Alive are way cooler than all this. <laughs> but, you know, it, when you vision it in your head, it has to be big budget, or else you're not going to be able to capture the, the true essence of the behemoths and the little ones and the jumpers and the runners. And, you know, it's just it's it's kind of a shame because you wonder if any of these people are even watching. You know, yeah. and, and hope, hopefully at one point in time they're, they're going to watch, they're going to listen, they're going to be like, hey, man, this is a really awesome idea. I'm going to be able to take this put this on HBO or show Showtime or, you know, whichever one of those and really put it on the big screen and show everybody how great of a story you've actually created and how great of an environment it actually is, you know, because in the end, it's just too expensive. I mean, you look at the behemoths alone. I mean, that's what I keep on going back to. It's like, if it's just a normal zombie movie, yeah, 
AMC, you know, any of those normal basic cable channels can pick it up right away. But the fact that you have such a unique environment, such unique zombies, you know, mixed in, or I want to use the zombie word. I know you don't like that word, Casey, because, you know, you don't want to say they're zombies, but <laughs> it, yeah. it just seems like, it seems like it has to be big budget or it's nothing. Because any basic cable that tries to pick, you know, basic cable channel that tries to pick it up isn't going to do a, a good enough job to really capture the characters and capture the, really the true environment that they're living in. I, I appreciate that. And honestly, um, that thing to me is um, to make sure that whatever they produce is going to be like uh, decent budget and also can envelop the characters and story that it is. And right. that's the awesome thing about the podcast. You have no limits, and that's the right. big. So, so thank you very much for calling in. We have like six callers left. We're going to try and like get all those out of the way. But oh, no problem. I appreciate you guys giving me the chance to uh, go on and on about it. And uh, you know, Casey, again, you do a great job. And uh, Nick Voodoo, you do an awesome job on the We Are Live. Uh, and you know, I hope oh, you guys you. have a wonderful holiday, and uh, you guys have a wonderful night. You as well. All right, thank you. Thanks, man. Robin's number one fan right there. Yeah. Listen up. Robin. Up? Yeah, I got a fan. Okay, six one. We got five couples left. We're going to get through all of them. So two. Uh, oh, and just, and just so you know, I did discover that we're actually still streaming through, through your hack jobs that you did. Oh, yeah. No. Um, so we're we're still uh, we're still streaming, so people can still hear us, which I was not aware of. So, Hi. yeah. Going out there right now. <laughs> all right, next caller. What's the area code? Uh, area code is 281. You're on the air. All right. Where are you from and what's your name? That was probably me, Sean, again. Hey, hey Sean. Hey, what's going on? Hey. I just wanted to I just wanted to pop back in and uh man, I well I was over here listening on my iPhone and um I'm you know, laying in my bed because that's how I you know listen when I'm listening to where I lie, I'll lay down because Did you say you wet still, He lay no. down in bed case you not wet the bed. Bed That's what you're gonna do later because you're so drunk. My God, I'm well, sorry. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, I just man, the I was I was like my breath was caught in my throat because I thought I thought um, uh, Victor was gonna die, man. Oh, I thought uh, the same thing. Um, yeah. So yeah, it was gut wrenching. Yeah. The, oh man. Trying to. Um, um, there was some uh, in one of the cuts. There was the uh, the very stereotypical like uh, like uh, piano interlude to the like oh Victor's dying nope yeah yeah I, yeah I kind of like because like, it was like, it was sad and I was like uh oh <laughs> yeah he kind of allowed you to think like for a few seconds actually like oh man Victor is really gonna die right now and then he, when he pulls out the thing. And you hear Saul's uh, doing his voiceover about it, and it's just like, oh, God, what's going to happen? And he just like I, – I think – I personally think that maybe Victor actually did think about taking his own life and then yeah. like kind of made the decision, oh, Definitely. I'm going to keep fighting, and then just sh- and the little ones out. I, I like well, yeah, that. Cause he, well, cause, yeah, because he pulled the, the needle. But, see, I was thinking as soon as Saul said, uh, what are you doing or what are you going to do with the needle, uh, I'm thinking – I was actually thinking – I bet he's gonna get the zombie. I bet he's gonna do it. He has, and then he did it. 
I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Um, but also, uh, you know, you were talking uh, quite a while back, I don't know, I think it was even before the show started, uh, about uh, Bert, uh, Bert's uh, story going to be written in a book form. Um, yeah. You know, since I am completely audio-based, uh, well, of course I read Burrow and all that, but since I'm audio-based, you know, Bert's voice would be perfect to read that book, narrate that book. You, uh, <laughs> that would be so awesome. Just doing that, and I think he's on board. Uh, so definitely, if we do some sort of like audio version, I think it's I think it's definitely in line that uh, that Scott Marvin will do that voice. Yeah, the, the, I, yeah, that would just blow me away to to hear his voice read Bert's, you know, story. And uh, but um, again, this is the end of season three. I have enjoyed it immensely so far. Um, uh, and I guess before I kick myself out of here, before y'all do, I guess, <laughs> no, no. Uh, I just wanted to say that uh, I know I know Kyle on Swamp. I've uh, I've gone on a couple of missions with him. In fact, um, don't know if I know Alex on Swamp though. I'm not sure, but I just wanted to say hello to you guys, and I would be back on there sometime soon. But anyways, uh, again, Casey, Grayson, uh, everybody, y'all have done such a wonderful job, and. Casey, I hope you and Blair have the best of lives together. Yeah, that, uh, I really thank you. Uh, yeah, the wedding's coming up in a year, so thank you very much for calling in. Um, right now, um, I really appreciate. I mean, that that's you know, I, I love that. I mean, the fact that you guys are like hanging in there. Um, you guys have been on hold for like 40 minutes. This guy, the next person calling from 210, has been on hold for 57 minutes. Wow, 210, you're on the line. Where are you from, and what's your name? He's from 210. Hey, uh, my name is Dylan, and I'm from Texas. And hey. Oh, my God, I'm on. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for I'm, hanging in there, Dylan. After, after oh, show. Um, I, uh, I love... Uh, listening to the podcast, I I listen to it while I'm in school. I'm only 16, and like <laughs> listening to this was just so awesome. <laughs> and my weapon would be an axe. That's okay, a good, an axe. That's a good choice. That's a good choice. Yeah. Oh, and uh, my three favorite characters are Robin, uh, yeah. Bert, and Saul. Oh, to be in Three the man. same league as Bert and Saul, holy cow, <laughs> you made my day. You don't even know. All right. Well, I held on, and I thought I'd get on earlier because I have to go take a bunch of tests tomorrow. But thank you for letting me get on this. This is awesome. <laughs> awesome. Thanks for calling. Thanks for hanging in, dude. So, dude, good luck on your test. <laughs> All right. See you all later. Bye. Uh, I know that we have calls to get to, um, but uh, Casey, yeah. on, on behalf of the forum staff and also specifically It's All Goody, who I want to thank, because uh, he's the one that was moderating the chat box on the forum tonight, and sorry I didn't get that out there earlier. Um, you know, forum staff, 
and Goody, just want to say uh, thanks for the many hours you put in for us and everyone on the forums. Uh, we're very appreciative, and we enjoy, and we hope you guys enjoy your break because uh, we'll all be hiding, uh, holding him to a fantastic season four. So no pressure or anything. Uh, trust me, I'm I'm ready for it. Figured, figured you would. And again, thank you, Goody, for uh, holding down the fort in the forum. And it looks like we're now on to 407. You're live now. Hi, long-time listener, first-time caller. <laughs> nice. Um, I actually really, really appreciate what y'all have put out. I uh, When I first, one thing that caught my attention really, really quick was the fact that it sounded like the old-fashioned radio shows. I, first time getting on a, a podcast, you were one of the first things I look at because I love zombies, and I found that, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, and I try getting a ton of my friends into it because, just the old-fashioned and the way it used to be. It reminds me of the story from my great-grandmother. I was like, I loved it. I really, and I love zombies, so <clears throat> I really, really loved it, and I'm really sad to find out this is going to be the last season, next season. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, like, oh. <laughs> this better not be the last season. Holy shit, this is the worst ending ever. Oh, oh my <laughs> God. Left. We're going to take it to them. <laughs> and it's over. All right. All right. All right. Yay. Good season. Uh, Good show. No, Good show. No. <laughs> I wish it could go on forever. Uh, I, I I will uh, have to find something else that is hopefully nearly half as good as this show. Um, but the only thing I've ever, I've been able to find was a single person narration, and that just didn't cut it. I can only listen like three or four episodes. I'm like, oh, I gotta go back to We're Alive. Yeah. But I, I I when I uh, hopped online trying to find it because I actually missed the uh, live airing of it, so I get to listen to it as soon as y'all get it up there. Oh. Um, I was, huh? Be yeah. in about like twenty minutes. Yep. Yeah, so that, that's when I'll finally get to be able to listen to it. So I wasn't really paying attention. I was busy doing a little bit of chores, so I was just waiting until you said my number. And uh, uh, so I, I just was really happy to be able to call in and say it for the first time that I really appreciate it. Uh, I read zombie books. Huh? What was your name? Oh, sorry, you're breaking out. What was that? What's your name? Nicole. Hey, Nicole. That, we didn't get that in the beginning. I'm sorry. I apologize. Uh, I read uh, zombie books. I watch the shows. I love uh, Walking Dead. I, I, all the different zombie movies I probably either own or have seen. And actually, uh, if it wasn't for a zombie, the Walking Dead, uh, uh, the the, tra- the the comic book, I probably still wouldn't like to read. And... That was back when, in my late 20s. I'm in my mid-30s now, so I just I hated reading until I found them, and uh, now I love to read. So if y'all are going to go to books, that would be really good. I, I, I like reading now. <laughs> yep, we did. We have a book in the works uh, with uh, Bowie Ibarra uh, for Birth Story, but I can't really tell too much about it, but it will be awesome. Is it going to be posted on your website? Oh, yeah. Like if you if you follow We're Alive through the dot com or through Facebook or Twitter, we're gonna post all about it. Yeah, the only thing I don't do is sweat. So I got got you on Facebook and I got the uh, on your online webpage and I always check. Oh, that's how I was trying to figure out what time was. I thought you were coming out last night with the the show, so I was getting online and I'm like, where is it? When? Where is it? Where is it? And I'm like, oh, tomorrow. Damn. <laughs> Yeah, we do our best to try and make sure that we cover all the bases because there's like there's so many ways to get a hold of us. We just make sure that we cover all of them, and it's, it's yeah, it gets really complicated at times. Yeah, 
I just I was never fond of tweeting, and it's a little bit uh, it's for the younger age group, and I just I never liked it. I I just recently got into Facebook about a year or so ago. I just never really liked that whole thing. My daughter is one of the reasons why I did it. So I just want to say thank you. I really appreciate the the show, and let you get to your next caller because I was on, I know I was on, I was on hold for an hour and yeah eight oh, minutes yeah. before y'all picked up. <laughs> Well, we hey, have a good night, y'all. Thank you. Good Thank thing you We have one person who's been on hold for 52 minutes, too. 52 minutes. 970. I'm not going to read the rest because it's 970. Really bad. Where are you from and what is your name? 970. Hello. You've been on hold for 52 minutes. I'm going to even read your last three digits. Not, no, don't do that. Not, uh, let, let, uh, oh. Ooh, yeah. Okay. I'm doing it. Oh, 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 you're there. Oh, you're beaving me. Hello? I'm going to even... Maybe put them back on hold and then answer yeah, the I'll last Yeah, I'll, I'll put them on hold because they've been online, uh, online for like 52 minutes. Okay. Yeah, actually, if you look at it, the guy that's been on, that looks like he's been on for 54 seconds, has actually been on for an hour and uh, 50... Yeah, they've been on for a while. Let's go to them. Uh, and nine, 970. 970. You are on. You're on. Nine seven zero. Hello. Hello. Nine seven zero. You were the last caller. Oh, oh I why, hear the. Why do we have two people beeping us? I hear the dialing. They probably fell asleep, dude. You know how many times I've done that to my girlfriend where we're talking, and I'll be like laying in bed on my <laughs> on my cell phone, and I just set the cell phone on my face so I can talk, and I just literally fall asleep mid sentence. I do it constantly. Uh, it's, she thinks I'm doing it on purpose, which I probably subconsciously <laughs> am. <laughs> she just spit pizza everywhere. Perfect. Uh, okay, so our last caller. Are you here? Anybody? I just put both of them on. I think neither one of them are there. Hello? Oh, oh. Hey. How are you doing? Hello? Oh, yes, you are on with Tony, Nick, and KC. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? What's your name? Uh, Pickles. Pickles. Pickles, all right. That's my band nickname. That's your nickname, all right, cool, good enough. Where are you calling from? Uh, Colorado. Oh, Ooh. Colorado. Not from Man, Boulder. Left for I, dead. Say, I hope no one here in Boulder. <laughs> Uh, how's you guys' days going? How's the base camp going? Shaking. How's the days going? Oh, the days. The days are going well. Yeah, they're pretty good. Days are good. My days. I like the nights better, but days are pretty good. Okay, they're, they're okay. Days go by. All yeah, right, but go- I was just gonna say that the weapon I would use is probably a katana. katana. Yeah, thank you. Exactly. You say katana, yep. I say samurai sword, tomato, tomato. We're on the same team. No, hold on. <laughs> what? A katana and samurai sword are two different things. Okay. It's, it's true. They're not oh. the same. All right. Okay, we're breaking up chemical and biological warfare. I'll, I'll leave it at that, but let's just oh, say God. there's a lot of difference between a, a katana sword and a samurai sword because, trust me, it, yeah. I'll have to trust you, the guy that just had pizza flying out of his mouth. I'll, <laughs> I'll trust you. 
No, you know, you should trust the guy that probably had to do uh, thousands of hours of research to make sure that CJ had the right weapon in her hands for Scratch's little meltdown. This guy's got my back. (laughs) What would your zombie plan be? What would you do when the zombies came? Uh, Tony, go. Uh, If the zombies came, I, uh, okay, so if I'm where I'm at now, I would probably go to work because I could have access to, like, the fourth floor and kind of do, like, a scenario where I, like, armor the first and second floors. I mean, I would, I mean, I think Casey's plan of the tower plan, tower plan was a great plan. You know, if it's executed correctly, I think it's a great plan. Uh, You know, your safety up top and uh, fortify it down bottom. Yeah, yeah, that would work well. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. What, what about I, you, Nick? My plan is to die. Let's be honest. Oh, but, wow. Jeez. I mean, let's be serious. I can have as much much uh, cannon fodder. <laughs> yeah. No. I. You know what? I I will. I provide a very important service in the zombie apocalypse for people that want to survive. I am the person he provides that you want to kick and knock over so that I get eaten before you do. I'm happy to provide this service for you because you know what? I want no part of surviving. You want no part of surviving? Fuck no. I want your mind. I would be the asshole and try to figure out ways to control myself while I'm dead and just fuck everybody's day up. You, oh, you're Timmy, basically. Oh. Well, no, I would take, I would be a zombie. Oh, I would, okay. I would yep. be able to go in and just fuck people's day up. So I'd, you be, want... I'd be like the guy in the tux. You'd be the guy in the in the in the pinstripes. You're like, yeah. you know, if I'm not on your side, I'm on the other side, and I'm just gonna destroy you. Can't beat him. Eat him. That's the that's the second log line of the series. <laughs> uh, that makes sense. I just I don't buy that you wouldn't want to survive, Nick. I don't know, man. I I mean that's not very New York of you. You know, yeah. New Yorkers survive. New Yorkers are gonna lay down, bro. Come on. You just pissed off your whole city right now. What are you doing? I know. I'm gonna take away that PVR from you. Oh, oh man. Oh, what are you gonna do? I'm all the way over here. No. Again, uh I sincerely I don't I haven't really thought about a zombie plan. Aside from when I had to do it for uh, a blog post I did with a revolver. Um but I've moved away from that area so I actually haven't reformulated my plan yet. So my plan right now basically is to die because I don't have one. But so yeah. I'm I'm being slightly facetious when I say, Yeah, I'm gonna die. But as of right now, I don't have a plan, so I'm gonna die. Alright, uh Nick, this is your challenge. By season four, I want a plan because you've got a kid now. And, uh, oh, I know, but here's the thing: is that like I was t- telling you yesterday, is that um, you know I'm I'm in process of trying to purchase a house. So once I get if I get into this place, I'll have a plan in place because I'll have a location. I'll know where I have to go. I know where things are, that sort of stuff. As of right now, I just don't have one. Fire drills and zombie drills, Nick. I know. I got the fire drills down, no problem. All right. I'm just saying, what's more likely? <laughs> zombie drills, clearly. Yep. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. I will. I, I promise you. Uh, by the time that uh, we work out a a new, we're not dead. Whenever that may be, uh, I will try to have a zombie plan in place. All right, good. So fair enough. Fair yeah. Enough. Good. 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 Well, that is all of the callers. Yeah, we have that's made all it of through us. Every single one. Some of them waited yeah. for from like a few minutes to an hour, over an hour. Holy cow! That's yeah. That's that's a long time to sit on hold. 
I think I'm going to rely on Grayson to upload the episode now. Uh, yeah, you are not <laughs> uploading anything except yourself into bed. So I was going to say, if you try to upload something to iTunes right now, it's probably going to be in uh, just indecent. It still would be good. <laughs> um, yeah. So in terms of the We're Not Dead stuff, um, I'm going to try and get Britt onto an episode so that we can talk about the season finale. Hopefully we can do that before the end of the calendar year. If we don't, that's not like there's a new episode coming, so I won't be late. And we're going to try and get cast interviews uh, in the off season. So look for those. Yeah, uh, Britt was uh, going to try and make an appearance tonight, but uh, she is currently getting a job. Um, she's like in the interview process, so that's, it's kind of complicated. But uh, yeah, she's uh, kind of bummed that she missed it. Yeah, definitely. For listening, uh, we will get the episode up probably within the next half hour or so. Yeah. Thank you so much. Everyone that called and said Robbins was your favorite character. Yes, Holy Robin. cow. Thank Robin's you so much. Out. And I'm going to get right back onto my Blackhawk. That's right. Oh, you want to get on that Blackhawk. Oh. <laughs> I will take care, everybody. We were uh, glad to bring you this uh, season finale episode and this extended after edition uh, podcast. So uh, take care, everybody. And we will see you on uh, season four. Get off! Uh, yes, I'm sure I want to end the episode. <laughs> uh.